putting it all back on. Dude, I actually had been... When you're moving and when you're doing a whole bunch of stuff, you get out of your routine. Yeah. And I can't wait to be able to move into my apartment and get back into some sort of routine, especially here in Central Florida, because of the fact that I... I have to work out, and if I don't work out, man, I get flabby, and boy, do I get flabby quick. It hap- I had gotten down to the lightest. I used to weigh 180 in high school. All of us are skinny in high school. Then go to college, you put on the weight. I got up to 290 pounds. Uh, recently, I got all the way back down to 215. My goal weight's about 190, and right now I'm back up to 220. And it all happened in the last three weeks, not working out, not doing cardio, that kind of stuff. Well, I think it's a little bit worse than, uh, I, I don't think it's as bad as what you're thinking. You are very obsessive compulsive with a lot of stuff. <laughs> what are you laughing at, number 26? What's wrong with you? You're just such a stud. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Yeah. A Vin Diesel, we went through this yesterday. <laughs> Shut the hell up. I sh- but so here's the thing. I guess the webcams still aren't working. <laughs> Thank God. I don't. I please don't have those work for a good six weeks, and then I'll be where I want to be. I'm at the Gold's Gym. I'm a member of a Gold's Gym. Where I was in DC, and so I got a travel yeah. pass right now. Is it Tuttle? How do you say it? Because I'm still learning all of the the town names and the city names. Yeah. Is it Altamont Springs? Yeah, Altamont. All right, Altamont. Altamont Springs. I'm at the Gold's Gym. A gym over there this morning. I'm not kidding you, and I don't want to harp on it too much, but again, coming from Washington, D.C., down to Central Florida, I'm working out, and it's like I'm working out in, like, heaven, where it's just nothing but six-packs and big boobs and nice asses and in belly shirts. The girls here are so hot that they're able to work out in nothing but their, like, their sports bra. Like, they got those tight, like, little sweats on, and then they got the sports bra, and they're all tan, and they got their hair pulled back, but they put on the makeup so that they can go work out. I never understood that. Why put on makeup when you're going to go work out? I'm telling you. You end up looking scary then. Yeah, but you only put on base. Well, you look like the hamburglar afterwards. It's just all red or blue under your eyes. It's nasty. Like you've been beaten. Now, that's hot. I wish. I wish the chick looked like she had a black eye. Stop. Not a black eye, black eye. Okay, so anyway, I'm at the Gold's Gym, and I'm working out, and uh, I'm working out like really hard. I got like a perfect circle or something on in the background, and I'm sitting there, and I'm riding my bike because I do a thing where I run first, then I lift my weights, and then I do 30 minutes of cardio because I'm trying to drop all the weight. You know, not that there's a lot to be dropped, but, you know, eventually I'm trying to use this as a stepping stone to get into television. So I'm working out to a perfect circle, and I'm just going and going and going, and I'm jamming. Because in my mind, I'm Maynard. My real name, by the way, in case you don't know, is Maynard James Keenan. I just go by El Jefe. So I'm sitting there, and I'm rocking out to whatever it is I'm listening to. And I look up for a second. And I look up at the hot chick who's on the bike next to me. And she has this look of complete and utter disgust and, like, scare in her eyes. Because those of you who haven't seen on uh, RealRadio.fm, I'm, I'm Latino. I'm pretty buff. That's I, scary. I have uh, earrings, a very long goatee, about six, seven inches. I wear... Uh, yeah, dwarfs other stuff on your body. I wear dark clothes. And so in the middle of all this, I look over, and she's completely disgusted because I'm jamming out to my iPod like a retard. 
I, I'm gonna be emba- I'm gonna be embarrassed for you because you get you use that iPod way too much and you're always jamming. I know uh, you've went to the bar with some of our guys and he throw and you'll be at the bar where they're playing loud music and you'll have your iPod on just jamming or you'll be at the grocery store just walking around and you get the most retarded little baby look on your face when you're jamming to this iPod it's your mouth is kind of like a just a jaw dropped open a little bit just a real stupid look on your face and you're bobbing your head back and forth well i was actually at a porno party and i took my iPod with me and in the middle of it, I had to go sit in the rest. I had to go to the restroom, and there was a long line for the restroom. So I'm thinking, I got a great buzz on right now. I think I'm going to listen to my iPod while I sit there, and it helps the time pass. That's gay. Whatever. The president has an iPod. If the president has an iPod, it's okay if I have an iPod. Yeah, I, I, I can't believe that the president is. He's jumping on this iPod thing now, and he got it from his daughters. I think. I think Jenna and Barbara got it for him. And first of all, should the president really have an iPod? Yeah, I, I imagine he c- can have an iPod. I mean, doesn't he have, like have a lot of stuff to do? The last thing I want uh, with my president is for his ears to be stopped up. I think his ears should be able to always be open so someone can whisper into him. He can have an iPod, but it's funny what he put on him. They uh, released a, a short list of some of the stuff that he put on his iPod. Now, doesn't he have like a lot of country music and oh, stuff on it? Actually, he has a pretty wide variety of actual music that I would never listen to, and I'm a pretty big fan of music across the board. Because like, what all do you like? I like I like you know the rap. I enjoy That's twice now. Twice in the first segment, you've gone the rap today I, I, and yesterday. I enjoy I enjoy heavy metal and you know pop, punk and pop punk. I enjoy all of it and a little bit of country. Oh, yeah, a little bit. I'm a little bit country. So, what is it that the president had uh, in his uh, in his iPod? He had uh, he he uh, had a, a pretty good list of stuff. Do you have any of it? Yeah, I downloaded a few of them. All right, let's hear what the president... Because I want to know... Because if anything, the presidency, it's so, like, it's so secretive, and there's this whole mysteriousness as to, you know, the Oval Office. They're actually calling this iPod One, as if it were Air Force One. You know, I was thinking about that. I, I was downloading these things and thinking... What does he look like when he's jamming out to this like Hefe does on Air Force One? Right, who do you think looks stupider, me or him? Here's one of the songs he has on there. Oh, what is this? Just a good old boy. All right, I don't think the president has the Dukes of Hazards thing. He does. I got this list emailed me. It's legit. I got to tell you, this kind of seems up his alley. This makes sense to me. I got to tell you, though, growing up as a kid, I love the Dukes of Hazzard. Oh, yeah, me too. Which Actually, you... my, my mom would uh, tell me, hey, uh, you know, put up your Dukes. You know, like, like fight, and I would go clean up my Dukes of Hazzard toys. Which one did you always want to be? Did you want to be Bo or Luke? Ah, uh, Bo. Which one was the blonde one? I think Luke. Oh, yeah, I think I always wanted to be Luke. Even though I'm Latino, I have this thing about wanting to be white, or I did when I was a kid. What else is the... You're uh, whiter than me, so. I'm not. Stop saying that. I'm full-blood uh, Mexican-American. What else does the president have on there? He actually... I think he was a big fan of uh, TV in the 80s, because this is another one that he had on there. Okay, I refuse to believe that the president had the Benson uh, TV show theme on his iPod. He did. That's why I hired Colin Powell. Okay. <laughs> was, now I think it's racist. Well, and he, he put another black person in the Colin Powell position. He wants his Benson. So are you saying the president was such a big fan of Benson that he ended up uh, nominating Powell and Condoleezza Rice? Yeah. I don't think so. 
I, I'm having a tough time believing that this is actually on um, the shuffle part, the songs part. Actually, this is, uh, you know, he, uh, he, this is another song he had on there, and I think this is the reason he put Condoleezza Rice in a. Was a. Okay, two two seven, and how dare I know that it? Too, that's two two seven. I knew what it was too. He's, he he says that uh, uh, Condoleezza Rice reminds him of the girl on the uh, on the stoop. All <laughs> the, the old time. lady on the porch. <laughs> yeah. What's wrong with you? It's not me. It's him. Stop Wasn't me. it Pearl? Yes. Yeah, Pearl. How did you know that? I watched a lot of TV in the 80s. Man, I love 227. Yes, hideout general manager Tuttle. That annoying ass woman, Jackie, or Jackie. 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 I, 227 was not but my thing. But didn't you think she was hot, though? Didn't no. you think Jackie was a good looking woman? No. I, no. I'm telling you, she was stacked in all the right places. I dug her. What else does the president have on his on iPod 1? All right, we only got a couple songs left, but this one was actually one of my personal favorites that he put on there. Now, does some do, does he fall asleep to any of these? I think this is this is what it's playtime for him. <laughs> this is the one whenever he's out uh, pitching to all the little kids in the backyard in the t-ball or the little uh, baseball area they set up. I don't think I now. I think you're. I, for some reason, I feel like you're pulling my leg. I'm not at all. It's what I, he listens to when he uh, reads my pet goat. Hey. This is a little bit of a sore spot there. And uh, this is uh, the last one that I have that he uh, that he has on his iPod. I do, I do, and I can't believe they have a lot of these on iTunes. You yeah, know? it's all on iTunes. And, and you know what? Good for him. Like, Could you imagine like some of the other presidents being up with technology like this? Like maybe like could you see uh, his, like his father, for instance, or even a Ronald Reagan. You think Reagan was walking around with a Walkman? No. So i got to give it to President Bush and the fact that he's up with the times and he's got an iPod. You could put one song on Reagan's iPod and he wouldn't know the difference. All right. <laughs> can't you behave? Can't, can't, you, can't you respect the guy who, um, who is having some issues and one of the greatest presidents of all he's time? He's dead. That's yeah. the biggest issue of all time. He doesn't have any power now. Screw him. What's this last song that you got for me? What do you got for the President Bush iPod 1? I was going to clean my room until I got high. I could believe he listens to Afro Man. Actually, this is uh, something that Laura wanted on it. It reminds her of selling dope at the library she worked at. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> hey, uh, I wonder if he has some, uh, like some crew, some of the crew on there. I know oh, he had sure like Joni Mitchell in the knack. Maybe he's into uh, Kickstart My Heart or something along those lines. I, I, thought, what... you thinking, I thought you meant two live crew. Maybe, <laughs> no. you know, Duda Brown or something. Let's take a break. We'll come back. We got Motley Crue tickets to give away. We got a whole bunch to get into as well. Last night, we were snorting green stuff for Green Day tickets. This is what it sounded like. It was hideout general manager Tuttle versus our very own radio bottom, number 26, intern Alex Corolla. Here's what it sounded like. Back after this, it's the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Look at how excited you are. Finally something you're good at. <laughs> snorting food. <laughs> I think that one went up to my eye. That went up way faster than I thought. This <laughs> that one. Oh, oh. If you're gonna spew, get over the trash can. Hey, oh. <laughs> can't breathe. Every time you breathe, it hurts. Oh, get it out. I'm not gonna lie to you. The right side of my head's hurting a lot. Oh, God. Oh, oh, oh. 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 o
with El Jefe and J-Dubs Real Radio 104.1. Get a hold of us, especially later on tonight, as we will have a pair of tickets to see Motley Crue and the Carnival of Sins tour at the TD Waterhouse on Tuesday, the 13th of September. Tickets now at Ticketmaster Outlets or charged by phone 407-839-3900. A lot for us to talk about in addition to we have a new sponsor in the hideout, and we went to go visit their facilities over at uh, Premier Adult Factory Outlet. And a couple of stories, and Dub's an interesting question that he had that came out of that as well. Yeah, they have a lot of, uh, a big, a large array of different things you can buy at this place. And I saw something in particular that really sparked my interest. And it's really, uh, i got to say, it's a fascinating question, so we'll, yeah. we'll hook up with that as well. Also, too, Britney Spears is pregnant. And I have a question concerning Britney Spears, and actually concerning women overall. And pregnancy that I, I I would like a little help with. But first, before we went into the commercial break, you heard where our boys last night, uh, our intern slash radio bottom, uh, Alex Corolla, number 26. He's named number 26 because he's that far down in the hideout totem pole. He and hideout general manager Tuttle ended up snorting green stuff the entire um, 9 o'clock hour as it was a pick-your-pony for the Green Day tickets. We heard the recap of it. I want to see how everyone's doing so far. Starting with you, Tuttle, we snorted thing, or you guys snorted things like the green uh, Tabasco sauce, mm-hmm. the jalapeno peppers, the wasabi. How'd it go? Well, I was feeling my. I have bad sinuses sometimes. My not last night. I wasn't stopped up at all. So it cleared everything up then. It, it cleared everything up. That helped me out. But when I went home and I'm in bed with my girlfriend, okay, I'm sleeping in bed and I was snoring so bad. Like I had something in my nose. Like I was going, it was it was like a bear. And I'm not a very big guy, so I don't snore very loudly. Right. So my girlfriend, she bumps me, says, wake up, wake up, wake up. And I was like, what? And she's like, you're snoring. And I never snore. So I felt like I had something just right back there in the back of the nose where the where, where the cavity meets with the mouth. Is there any chance we may have done permanent damage? No. Too bad. But I, st- uh, I sat up, I did the whole snot rocket type thing, and blew out a piece of olive. Nice. I had a piece of olive while I was sleeping, and it was blocking up my nose, and which was causing me to snore all night long. Well, good. So, I'm glad that you got everything cleared up, even if it was in the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah. Now, number 26, let's go over to you. How did you do all night long? Did you do any snoring? I know that you and Tommy are bunking up right now in the hotel, sharing a room. Was everything okay for you? Because you were the one that ended up losing. You ended up blowing chunks, throwing up all over these beautiful uh, Real Radio Studio facilities. Yeah. 
Uh, how did you feel? And are you still hurting? Because you were puffed up. You were kind of crying the whole thing. Yeah, it looked like you almost had an uh, allergic reaction last night to it. Did you end up okay? Um, I was not feeling. My whole my head was just killing me last night, and I felt odd. Like there was some part of my brain that the food was on, maybe like movement or breathing properly, that I couldn't just function right last night. Now I don't know if you remember this, but when you were snorting last night, I think when you did the uh, the pepper, um, like the ground up peppers, you were hitting yourself on the back of the head. And that might have been why you had the headache, not the, the actual snorting. So it probably had nothing to do at all with the fact that you were snorting wasabi and olives and hot relish. It was mainly the fact that you were pounding the back of your head trying to get that stuff out. Oh, yeah. Which always helps, pounding the back of your head to get stuff out of your nose. It's like hitting the side of a TV to get it to work. <laughs> yeah, very good. Outstanding. The TV's got a brighter picture, though. <laughs> TV's got a brighter future. <laughs> because I'll be honest, we're about done with you. The way you tapped out last night, disappointing the listeners. I almost made it to the end. No, it didn't work out. And the way you threw up in here, in fact, I'm talking to the program director, Catherine. And she's like, what's wrong with him? Why is he such a baby? She did not say that. She said, she why, why can't he be more like Tuttle, the hideout general manager? Whatever. Who not only didn't cry, but uh, was had no problems. In fact, he went the whole night with an olive in his nose. And I thought we told you to uh, shadow Tuttle today. I haven't seen you really doing that. And I thought Tuttle was going to teach you how to get laid, because you haven't been laid in what? Two, two and a half years. Almost three now, right? No, two and a half. And how, how long has it been since the woman was sober? Like you've had sex with a sober woman? Probably about three, three and a half years. So you, Tuttle, when was the last time you got laid? Um, it's been a while because I'm with a girlfriend right now that is, uh, we're waiting until the whole marriage thing. Uh, what? So, but, um, I've, I've gotten my fair share. It's just that, um. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. I want to get into the, Oh, no. How long? Uh, have, why do I have to explain this every single time this comes up on the air? I'm sorry. I'm just fascinated. I, have you had sex before with this lovely young woman? Uh, no. No, I have not. How long have you been going out? Uh, about a year and a half. Stop. What's wrong with you? I, I discussed this with Ronnie up in uh, in D.C. You know, he was telling me the same thing. But you know what? I went through my phase. You know, it, it, I was 19 before I got laid. This radio career helped me out a lot. I went through a phase where I was getting chicks because of the radio. I met a girl that I finally like. And, you know, I'm waiting. I'm happy with that. So is this like a 40 days, 40 nights thing where you're trying to make sure you connect on some sort of a spiritual level? No, I'm still, you know, taking care of business every single day, you know, with... Myself. Does she ever see you do it, or does she ever watch you? Well, we do everything, but you know, oh. like, you know, don't, you go you go around the world, but you don't go to the actual. Yeah, we don't go to the. You equator. don't go to paradise. No. You know what? In fact, I saw a study on this. I guess everybody was talking about it last week, where it was um, teens. Now they don't believe that like oral and anal are actual like yeah. sexual activities. That more so nowadays, it's just like a good night kiss. Yes. It's more of like a French kiss type so thing. So how often are you getting good night kisses? Mm, three three times a week. Not what bad. kind of um, good night kisses? Like dirty good night kisses? Yes, dirty. Like, like muddy good night kisses? The type of kiss your grandmother would not give you. All right, I didn't understand that, but I'm trying to say between... Well, I don't know. You, I don't know your grandma, but mine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're on number 27's from in Italy. They yeah. do that all the time when they're born. Well, I'll tell me... you, I'm a big fan of the gummer. Let me give number 27 a little tip. The first tip of, you know, getting ass from this whole radio career, okay? Right. I have a couple of them. Remember, you are the first outlet to the host. 
you can play that. So if it's a chick that really digs F.A. or dubs, if they want to get to F.A. or dubs, they have to get through you. Oh, that is a very good thing. So you're like you're like a roadie. You're a roadie. Why didn't you ever do that before when you were in D.C.? When we were in D.C. together, you never had the opportunity. Are you instead? The girls wanted you, and I ended up banging them. <laughs> Sucks for you, huh? I have another tip, and this is a phone call that I actually heard number 27 having today while he was trying to shadow me. Okay. He's on the phone. Hey, can you bring me some deodorant? I think I forgot it. This is the conversation that I'm hearing this animal talk about. He's like, can you please bring me some deodorant? Uh, yeah, he called me at the hotel today. And uh, woke me up to say, hey, man, can you pick up some deodorant? I thought you were kidding. <laughs> and we, we never know whether or not you're a real retard or not because of the fact I actually, you walked here to work. Yeah. You had to run back because you forgot something at the hotel. Oh. So I said, I'll give you a ride. Mind you, it's 3 o'clock in the afternoon here. It was pretty, it was balmy so far. You know, I know it gets a lot hotter, but for all those of us coming from D.C., it's already, you know, getting up there. So he runs back, he grabs the thing, he gets in my car, and just just as he's getting out of my car, he goes, Oh, damn it, I forgot to put on deodorant today. <laughs> and, I, and I wonder, how do you forget to put on deodorant? Because, Dubs, I have a whole ritual. Like, as soon as I get out of the shower, first thing I do is dry down the armpits, then you put on the deodorant, and then you put on the cologne or the Axe spray or whatever. How do you forget to put on deodorant? And if you're forgetting that, are you forgetting other intricate things? I think he forgets to wipe a yeah. lot of times. Do you forget to wipe? Do you forget to brush your teeth? Do you forget to clip your toenails? What part of the hygiene like chain of command are you skipping? What did you do today to get ready? Uh, I woke up. Okay. And, uh, you know, I took a shower. Where did, did you what, wash? In toilet water? Well, I mean, there was. I mean, we used the soap up last night because you were going to snort it. Yeah, because we were going to snort it. So I kind of just put a lot. I figure if I put more water on me, that's just as good as using soap. So I took a, a little bit longer of a shower. Um, just because you get underwater doesn't make you clean. Especially Florida water. I was going to say, I didn't want to offend anybody, but Florida, I'm, I'm down here now and your, your, your water stinks. Well, you know, though, I mean. I, I kind of took a shower yesterday, and the way I figured it is... Do you I, use soap? That carries on today. I did yesterday, so I didn't really need to use it today. That's that's what I was thinking. <laughs> what? It doesn't carry over. What? Why? It does not carry over. Don't you remember when you were a kid, you don't take showers for like three or four days? You're yeah, you're a kid. kid. You're uh. a kid. At some point, probably when you hit middle school, or maybe when you hit puberty, it's about time to start washing in those uh, private places, like your boobs. Come on. And your ass. Yeah, you should really uh, wash that flap. I'm sure that's where a lot of the stink comes and from. And especially for you. I, I know you get the cheese and the rolls, and it doesn't help you. <laughs> hey, it, do, it doesn't matter how bad smelling or looking is. He's the weatherman. Don't forget that. Yeah, do we right. have weather coming up next uh, with number 27? At yeah, at the end of the break. Oh, great. Should we have him fill in the one-minute island after this jingle? Yeah. You know what I want you to do? <laughs> Yeah. I, I want you in the next in the one minute island at the bottom of the hour, which we're about to do. Yeah. I want you to take us through your exact getting ready process when you wake up. Oh, so I want to hear it all, and I'll even have some music for you. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Crew tickets to give away. Um, a whole bunch of fun stuff to get to. But learn the hygiene of an animal next. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Peace. <laughs> 
737 on Real Radio 1041. Weather brought to you by Bright House Networks. Uh, we're expecting isolated thunderstorms later on tonight with lows reaching 66. Also, some light showers tomorrow morning with highs in the mid 80s. Should be nice. Right now, it's 81. We don't need degrees. your commentary. We don't need your commentary. At Real Radio 1041. Let's hear the hideout. With El Jefe and J Dubs. Oh, 4.1. Should be nice. I think it's gonna be nice. Real nice. And just because it's gonna rain doesn't mean that that's gonna be your shower on your walk home. What All if right? I use a bar of soap? You toxic smelling bastards. Not good enough. Look at you, you top 40 DJ, tying in the bumper Tying's music. In. Welcome back into the hideout. Real Radio 104.1, El Jefe, J-Dub's with you. I make it relatable for the listeners. Well, you always have to. People may not know that this was uh, the song Toxic. Yeah. By the just-announced pregnant Brit- Britney Spears. It's breaking news. It's on the front page of every possible website. It's the biggest thing going on in America right now. We're no longer fighting a war. There's no problems with Social Security anymore. Uh, Brittany is pregnant. And I got to know, is that heartbreaking? No, not really. I mean, I think I'm happy for uh, for Featherline or whatever his name is because it, that's like the one, one of the few chicks that I'd be really happy about knocking up because you want a rich chick to be tied to for your whole life. So are you saying like, oh, is there like a money amount or a dollar amount that you would put on that? Yeah, there's definitely a dollar amount that makes you excited about knocking a chip, chick up. Hmm. All right, so like what's the what's the amount of money, like the least amount of money that a chick would be making that you'd be excited that you are? Uh... Truly excited, jumping up and down, calling my friends, saying, hey, I just hit the lotto. Uh, I would say about $10 million. I see. Now you have real high like expectations. Well, no, that's that's for me to be excited because I know that she's going to be rich for life. Right. You know, she's on her way of you know keeping keeping getting more money. You Let's know? say you're dating like a lawyer or a doctor or something. You know, and and they're like I making mean, like between two three hundred thousand dollars. You get her, you knock her up. You wouldn't be excited about that. Not excited, but I would be content. You know, I'd be like, all right, I know I'm not going to really have to go overboard on taking care of this kid. Now, your chick, did she make a lot of money or no? No. So if you knocked her up, what would you do? <sighs> She's on the wrong street corner then. Well, I, I mean, we're uh, we're under in the understanding anyway that we really don't want kids anyway, so I'm not worried about that. I Is it an, is it an uh, understood abortion uh, understanding? or? I No, I don't believe so. I mean, I, I just think the whole thing is... I think you had that conversation with your chick, too. Tuttle, I know that you're not having sex... Uh, but if maybe you do, mm-hmm. you talk to your chick and you both of you decide, hey, uh, if I knock you up, I'm going to have to uh, have you make a trip to the clinic. Or, or or not. I mean, if that's what you guys decide, either way. Or a homemade clothes hanger no. or push down the stairs. No, well, I'm sure the government wants it to be that way at some point. <laughs> the way we're heading, we're headed back to those back alley days. Small bat. Works well, too. Stop. No, it doesn't. That's yeah. not funny. It's heard, not funny. It works. No, it, the, how would you know you haven't had sex in three and a half years with a sober chick? mom tried to do it. In fact, I tell you, yeah, if only your mother, if only your mother had been near a, a flight of stairs back in Rome and fallen down the uh, the stairs of the Coliseum. I, the, I wish the, I could jump into a car and go back into the future with a rusty hanger and okay. jam it. I, what I would like to do is have you out of this conversation. We're, the adults are trying to have a conversation here about Britney Spears. Hmm. So number 27, you turn your microphone off. It's the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1.
Now, this is what I was going to say, Dubs. I remember finding out there was a high school suite that a heart that I had. Her name was Becky. Uh, we went to school together at Truman Middle School in Texas. Uh, a little while at South Grand Prairie High School, and she ended up moving away. And Aww. eventually I got back in touch with her via like something like classmates.com. And I found out that she not only um, had gotten married, but she was also pregnant. And she had had a kid. And that within itself ruined her to me. Because now think about it. Do we think that Federline and Brittany are going to last? No, of course not. He's milking it for all it's worth. He's got a baby inside her. So now at least his TV deals are going to be, uh, you know, for sure. What I'm saying to you is, for the next guy, does Britney Spears, now that she is pregnant, now that she's going to end up having a baby, is her value brought down to the rest of society? I'm sure it's brought down a little bit. I mean, anytime you add a, a carry-on onto your baggage, you, you don't really want, you know, it's something you don't want there, but it's not going to kill it for you. It's not a now, deal breaker. Do you see Britney Spears as being a woman that can snap back from a pregnancy? No, that's... I, I really don't think she... Because some women snap back better than others, and she just seems like she can get on the chunky side if she's not careful. Britney is like me. She's like number 27 over there, maybe even possibly like Dubs, where if you don't work out, you're going to balloon up. It's just not metabolism. She has to fight hard now not to be a fat ass. Kind of like, uh, what's her name, uh, the uh, Beyonce. Oh, yeah. They're, they have to work out just to maintain a semblance of a human body and not being obese. Uh, so you're right, man. She's going to get ruined. No, no more chance, belly shirts. What's the chance of Britney Spears becoming the next Christy Alley? Oh. I could I could see her uh, blowing up if she just no. stops caring. Fat because, pop star? Because you really, you know... She doesn't have the frame for it, though. No, I think yeah, she, she does. does. I think she does. And you you could uh, you never could see Christy Alley having that frame. No, when, well, you go back, well, hold on. So you go back, you watch Nick at Night, you watch Cheers, you look at Christy Alley, you look at her in those pantsuits, and you can see those large hips. You can see the large linebacker waist that she had then, and now she's eventually grown into a full-on uh, offensive tackle. <laughs> but now you look at a Britney Spears, and I'm telling you, she's a safety build. She's one of those she could easily end up bulking up. And, you know, she's going to have the stretch marks. Oof. And then think about it. I mean, I, I don't know anything I about I find this. stretch marks sexy. I know. Well, that's Oof. you. I, not, not fresh ones. I mean, old ones. Those are sexy. A chick that you knew was just beast, and then she figured, all right, I'm going to take it all off. And now she's, she's good looking, but there's like an arrow of stretch marks pointing down to the money spot. So like, so, like, a, a woman that, like, if she were laying down in the rain or something, mm -hmm. there would be, like, rivers. It would be, like, tributaries headed down to her area. Yeah, like a delta. I don't know what turns you on, man, because what you've said over the last, I don't know, day and a half. I've, I'm turned on by a lot of really sick stuff. I could tell when we were hanging out at Premiere. Yeah? And some of the was, stuff you were pointing out to me. You could, you, you actually saw me looking at, in the uh, hairy area? All right, not only that, we're walking around. We're going to talk about this a little bit more in a second. We're walking around the uh, the new sponsor of the hideout, Premiere Adult Factory Outlet. And Dobbs goes, we're sitting there, and we're getting a tour. <laughs> and he goes, I actually had this one. And so I'm like, what? So I want to look over and see what it is it that Dubs has. It was in the has. fetish area, too. I want to look over and see what it is that Dubs has. Clown efforts is of porn that your co-host actually owned. 
Now, it, it was one that I got for free over at the Deja Vu in Michigan. There, it's one of the strip clubs out there, and uh, they had to uh, buy a lap dance, get a free porn, and all they had what left was clown neffers and uh, some granny one. So I had to get, you know, a clown. And that's and the only way. Decent. And that's the only way that you could say you made the correct choice. You happened to put the correct scenario in which it was all right for you to have a porn called Clown Effers when you had that and, and granny I'm, porn. But I'm not going to lie that I really, really enjoyed it. Good for you. Let's take a break. We'll come back. You getting excited listening to this? Actually, this is the kind of music they had on there, and they, uh, I, you, you know, with a with a clown porn, you'd think they'd throw like a midget and an elephant in there, but now, now it's just regular clowns. They're just a clown makeup. Yeah, was it like cl- evil clown makeup, like ICP? No, it was it was regular clown makeup and kind of those uh, those Mardi Gras masks. I was hoping maybe a unicycle or something. Throw me some kind of bone. I just the fact that you're thinking about bones and everything else. Yeah. I need to go take a break. You're we'll damn take, right. And take a break is the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Hey, right, welcome back into the Hideout Real Radio 104.1 half and Dubs. We've uh, been so busy talking amongst ourselves. Well, we feel like we maybe have uh, forgotten to throw out the phone numbers a little bit there. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. The thing about the hideout, we uh, you don't have to use your real name or anything. You call in, it's about a freedom of uh, expression and thoughts and ideas, so throw it out there. There's also the uh, AOL Instant Messenger, and email now is up and popping too, dude. I'm very excited. Uh, El Jefe at WTKS.com, Dubs at WTKS.com, all here at Real Radio 1041. Um, so much to get to. We've got the Motley Crew tickets and all that stuff. I'm very excited about the fact that uh, we have prizes here, dude. Yeah. It's, it's, What'd you call me? Dude. You've been calling me a lot of weird stuff lately. Uh, yesterday, you called me by my real name, and today, dude. By, by the way, how odd was it? We're yeah. sitting around. Do you care for your real name? No, you I, don't know. I know you don't care. Uh, we're sitting around, and I go, yeah, Justin wants it like this. And I... And then we sit there for a second, and I look over, and I'm like, "Did I call you Justin?" Yeah, I mean, I didn't, I didn't want to say anything or bring it up. It, it felt odd to me, but I didn't know if it felt odd to you. I didn't want to make you awkward because of it. I, that's the other thing, also, too, when it comes to, like names and things like that, and like nicknames around our families and like our parents. Like, I call you J Dubs. Mm-hmm. I always, yeah, absolutely always. J Dubs or Dubs. And do you like my family was uh, around? And they were in D.C. They came up for a visit, and you always called me Hefe around them, didn't you? I think so. I might have. I might have thrown in uh, Alex in there every once in a while. Right. But yeah, I think uh, El Hefe was most of the time, or just Hefe. Now I I remember hearing uh, Shannon this afternoon was talking about dude and the origin of dude and what it means and um, something about this. You got that story about dude? Because I, noticed... I don't know what the origin of dude is, but I have a story about uh, uh, that 67% of people in California refer to their friends as dude instead of their name. You know, everybody's dude. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm more, I'm more uh, the guy who says man, you know? I'm a, I'm a brother kind of guy. Yeah, you... You do do brother, you'll throw the sister out, you know, I, and you'll throw it out to guys. You'll do, like, the, the brother thing. I'll do the brother thing, like, whenever I answer a phone call. Maddox, what up, brother? You're in the hideout. Dude, what's up, dude? 
These are my dude friends, dudes, brother. These are dudes like to hang out and oil up our guns, dude. Oil them up right, this... and oil them down, okay. brother. All right, thank you, Maddox. I don't know what that was, but thank you. I don't know if a dude... Uh... He sounds like uh, the dude kind of guy. You know, you can tell the kind of guys that are going to call you dude, and Maddox is definitely the dude kind of guy. Yeah, he's like a surfer kind of guy? No, no, just a, uh, you know, a gay biker. A gay biker will call you dude. You think so? Yeah. I think more of uh, like a, ha- a long-haired uh, surfer guy, a guy you're going to see on the beach a lot. Yeah, those kind of guys, but they're more of the dude. Okay, not the dude. Not the dude. Dude, I want to rape you. That kind of stuff. Yeah, that kind of stuff. And uh, another uh, another part of that uh, that survey they did, it got kind of odd after a while. Sixty three percent said they uh, hugged a tree before. Hmm. I've never understood what what it is that when you hug a tree. Is it you know? Oh, well, that's supposed to be that you like care about the environment and that kind of stuff. I think I've done that. I I probably hugged a tree. I don't think hugged I hugged a tree out of hey I I love you tree. No, I think I hugged a tree because the I needed a hug. I I've hugged it just because I'm puking and I need something to you know hold me up. What's your favorite thing to puke uh, into or over? Um, I usually whenever I puke I usually puke into a glass because <laughs> I'm usually still at the bar and I'm looking for something to catch it in. Alright, we had a we had a story. We were hanging out when, uh, at a bar when we were working together at a rock station in Michigan, and we were all sitting around this bar. And one of the guys, the overnight guy, is sitting there, and he's drunk as hell, and he's really embarrassing because it's a station appearance. Whenever you go to these things, you're actually representing the radio station. So he he does that initial throw up thing where he throws up in his mouth. And then he decides he wants to, you know, we're like, hey, you got to go to the bathroom. You cannot throw up here in public. So he goes to the bathroom and he throws up. He comes back. He sits back down at the table. So now we're, you know, you're looking around. We're like, are you okay? Uh, is everything going to be all right? He's like, yeah, man, I'm fine. I feel a lot better. You're right. I can't throw up here in public. Then as soon as he finishes that, it's like, again, he, thro- he like throws up there at the table and throws up into his glass of beer. And every, and then now he's got the chunks and the vomit in his glass of beer. Sounds and, tasty. And so we're all sitting around looking at this guy like, you're an animal. What did you just do? You're here. We're representing the station. You got the puke all over this table. It has the station banner and logo over it. And the manager's beginning to look at us. It's just a really bad thing for the radio station. Yeah. And then at that point, he gets up and he goes to the bathroom again. And he wants to clean himself off because he got himself a little dirty, obviously, with his own vomit. So then he comes back, sits back down, and forgets that he's vomited into his own glass of beer and gets up again and drinks out of the same glass of beer in which he has already vomited in and continues to then throw up all over this establishment that we're in. And everybody that was sitting at that table had to get up and immediately run out and he's left there by all of us throwing up on the floor at this bar. So you choose a glass, and for that reason, I say you pick something else. Well, I, I mean, I don't do it around people, and I, I definitely don't do it when I'm working, you know, or supposed to be someone who's uh, responsible right. at all. I mean, I've done it on like uh, on four, like at 4 a.m. on New Year's Eve or something. I've done it then, but not just hanging out at a bar one night and getting completely over the top wasted. Man, you know what though? I love that feeling. I love. You love to puke. I lo- I love the feeling of being that drunk. See, I don't. I cannot. I cannot 
understand how people can enjoy being out of control. Everybody like else loves, like, hates losing control. I love, uh, I love losing control. I love thinking, man, anything, anything could happen right now. <laughs> I could fall over. I could break my head. I could crack my, uh, my head on a curb or something. I am out of control. I'm crazy. Shock jock. Shock jock. That's the break. gayest reason to get drunk I've ever heard. Take a break. We'll come back. You might want to get drunk after hearing this next weather report. Just to hide out with our half J Dubs. Real Radio 104.1. This is the hideout. With El Jefe and J Dubs. Real Radio 104.1. Real Radio. 104.1. One more time, I'm gonna go stop. One more time, I'm gonna go stop. One more time, I'm gonna go stop. Welcome back to the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1, realradio.fm. If you want to listen online, the uh, video cameras as well to check us out, what we look like in studio, brand new to the Orlando area, just getting to know the facilities, just getting to know the area. I'm excited for the weekend already, too. Yeah. Also, give us a call at 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, or star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. I'm actually, we're driving around today, J-Dubs, and I'm thinking to myself, I can't wait for the weekend. Yeah. Because so far, we haven't been here during the week. Whenever we came into town in our times, being here in Orlando so far, when we were flown down to initially get a look at the area, get a look at the station, it was uh, like a Monday or Tuesday, but it was more like a weekend thing where yeah, we went well, yeah, out, we like partied. A, almost an extended weekend for us. Exactly. And then this last go-round, obviously, we were here from Friday through you know Monday, and we are doing a party in and all that kind of stuff uh, at a Universal, hitting downtown. I'm thinking to myself, is it Tuesday, and is it too early to already begin drinking? Yes. You think so? Actually, I might have like a beer after the show, but nothing more than that. I, have, I don't. I don't get drunk during the week. You want to have a beer with me? Yeah. I mean, you can have a beer after the show. It's okay to have a beer though, right? Yeah, a beer or two, or you know, just not to get sloppy. You can't get sloppy during the week. Now I heard the Phillips file talking about these mandates. And going on a date, uh, you know, with other guys. This isn't a date, though, right? Because we're drinking beer. Yeah, we're drinking beer, and we're going after the show. So it's kind of like a... Like uh, a co-worker, like a happy hour thing. We're hanging out. We're doing... Exactly. But, we, you know, we get off work late, so we can't do happy hour. Dude, what is... What, 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 did they say what was constituting a mandate? Do you know what it is exactly that constitutes a mandate? Because if I we think... were drinking wine, isn't that something that if you're drinking you know, wine, then it's a... You know what? I, maybe, maybe it has nothing to do with what you drink, but if you make plans, like, say, if me and you, uh, t- today's Tuesday, if we made plans to, like, to go out to the movies or something on Saturday night, I think that could constitute as a mandate. Why do we have to have these labels, though? Why is everything in society, it's got to be a label where it's a mandate? Why isn't it, hey, we're going to be two buddies, we're going to go do something on a Saturday night? Instead, we now got to say it's a mandate. And it's the same thing with this metrosexual. I just don't understand why everything has to have a label these days. And we got to feel self-conscious. Dubs, I want to go with you. I want to go out to dinner. Well, I mean, that's fine. But, you know, know that it's you're making a date with a man. I mean, you're, you're setting up a time to go out with a dude. You and just another dude eating steak. Does that not sound gay to you? I mean, no, when, when, you put, when you put it into just generic terms, it sounds pretty queer. Sounds like two dudes chewing on some meat. Yeah. You put it that way, you're just sitting around chewing on meat. That could be very well. 
But you went on a date, though, once, though, didn't you? Well, I mean, I, I didn't know I was on the date. When we got fired from our first gig out in uh, in Michigan, um, I was looking for a job. I was going around, and I I got this uh, this music director to pay some attention to me and uh, listen to my stuff, and he wanted to uh, meet up sometime. So uh, we ended up going to the White Stripes and Strokes concert together. Uh, and I figured, you know, we'd be doing a lot of radio talk, figuring out, hey, if there's a spot for me over at this radio station. It turns out that we didn't talk one little bit of radio. Okay, you're going we to see the White Stripes and the Strokes. you got to know you're going on some sort of a mo date. I figured, you know, he's the music director. He has to go out to these types of things, even you know, even though he's probably tired of going out to some of these concerts. He has to go out there, support his crew, and he wanted someone to go hang out with and actually talk some uh, business. We ended up uh, just sitting there watching the show, eating a Euro together, and did you? That was it the same euro. Did you cut it up into pieces and divide it up into fourths? No, uh, we had separate ones. But he bought, so I think he was already uh, displaying the dominance of hey. Now uh, what? Now does it, does this become like creepy or? It became very creepy. Uh, like after like the uh, the stroke started off the show, and I figured, all right, he's just a Strokes fan. He doesn't want to want to really talk any radio until after this because he already told me he's not a big white stripes fan right so white stripes start and you know he's still you know talking about hey we should go out for drinks afterwards and all this kind of stuff and then it all hits me just like a ton of bricks i'm on a date with this guy he he introduced me to everyone at that station and (laughs) what they all they know about me is i'm this guy's date because he is openly out of the closet right and I'm on a date with them. So you were actually, you're being taken around the radio station, you're meeting everybody in the cluster and in the building, and they're all saying, wow, that's uh, that's his new piece of ass. Yeah. I mean, I, I, we, I didn't actually go up to the station. Like, everybody at the station was at the concert. So, you know, he introduced me to all of them. And, you know, they had kind of a smirk on their face, which I did not notice until afterwards. Like afterwards, after I figured it all out. Now, how did he introduce you? Did he introduce you as J-Dubs? Did he introduce you as his new partner? A friend. Ha! You got the friend label. I got the friend label because, you know, I think he knew that I really did not know what was going on. So what was he planning to do? Slip you something? No, I I think he was going to try to get me warmed up to the idea. Did you make any hints that you may lean this way? No, I mean, I actually... Now, if you listen to the show, and those of you who listen to The Hideout, eventually at some point you're going to realize that dubs like certain things. That's homosexual humor. Homoerotic humor, as we like to term it. Were you were you dropping a lot of like mojo? No, and... no. Well, actually, after I figured it all out, I was dropping that I have a girlfriend a lot. I mean, a lot. So it's like, hey, dubs, uh, you want to go get a drink? Me yeah. and you? And I said, no, I actually have to go off my girlfriend tonight, and uh, I got to get back pretty quick after the concert. So what was his reaction afterward? Like after, after you start dropping the girlfriend bomb? Um, You know, it was kind of pretty standoffish. You know, like, all right, this ain't going anywhere. He's not going to spread. 
that's like whenever you go out with a chick. Like maybe you got a you know, like a coworker around. Like there are a couple of chicks I already got my eye on, and so I'm looking at him. I'm thinking, all right, so maybe we'll hang out. We sit there and we start talking. We're BSing a little bit, yeah. and then all of a sudden she's like, I'm like, hey, maybe you want to go uh, grab a drink or hang out something like that. And she's like, mm, uh, uh, that's oh, she's uh, usually it's like that, that. That's cool. I'll call my boyfriend. I'll see if my boyfriend wants to come along. Yeah. And it's at that point you're like, oh, uh, I was just kidding. Oh, you know what? Turns out I got to do show prep. Mm-hmm. I don't think I can go any longer. So after your real mandate, because the guy was gay and you weren't, does he drop you off at home? No, Do you he, go back to his place? What ends up happening from well, here? Well, we met up in uh, Detroit, and uh, we met up over by a restaurant because he was all the way in Detroit. I was halfway to Detroit, uh, probably about 45 minutes away from Detroit. So I actually drove into Detroit and just met him at uh, a restaurant near where the concert was. Right. And so he just dropped me off back at my car. Now, was there an awkward, like, longing, like, good night kiss? There was he, no kiss. There was no gay stuff happening. Did he reach for your hand? No, no. I mean, I think he got the idea by the end, and he wasn't going to try to push it any further. How, did, how dejected was it? Because this is something that, gr- like, you were in a girl position. Like, mm-hmm. only girls usually are on that side of things, where it's, you know, you can feel the awkwardness I'm now. not going to lie to you. It was nice to be wanted. It felt good that, you know, that I know it was a dude, but I'm glad that he wanted me. I'm glad that I was up to par with the gay community. I'll tell you this, man. And a pretty successful gay dude at that. I'll tell you this. There's nothing worse, absolutely nothing worse than being rejected by a gay man if you're a heterosexual. I imagine. I can't. It'd be heartbreaking. Because there's something, and this is something with society, and it's probably wrong. But it's something with society where usually we think, you know, gay people will sleep with anybody. Well, because we're dudes, too, and we know, you know, anything, anytime. But if you're getting turned down by a gay guy, that's got to hurt a little bit. Well, if you don't turn down a gay guy, it's going to hurt a little bit. So you're in an awkward situation there. <laughs> you just get to hurting. You just got to decide whether you want to bleed or not. <laughs> and I do. Maddox, you're in the hideout. Dude, it's me, that dude's hey, dogs. You want a job? No. Yes, sir, I really got a special kind of job for you. All right. It thank starts you. with a... All right. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Maddox. And that's what... Now everybody's going to be hitting on you. Why? That, I mean, I I established that I didn't want it. I was not comfortable with uh, his advances. And you went to a concert. You went to go see those strokes and the white stripes. Hey, Dub, do you really like strokes, don't you? And I'm sure it was a lot of that. And how, you know, you know that all of the co-workers had to be dropping those. Had to be dropping all of that kind of stuff. Like strokes so awkward, huh? Mm-hmm. Exactly. White stripes now, brown stripes later. <laughs> Bacon stripes. Racing stripes are hot. Let's take a break. We'll come back. It's the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. I'm Dubs. Fell in love with the music director. <laughs> Welcome back to the Hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Brand new show in Orlando. Excited to be here. Want to hear from you. Do participate. Uh, all you got to do is pick up a phone. It's that easy. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, or star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. And is it just me or is Meg Ryan, uh, not Meg Ryan, but Meg White, when she wears that white shirt and she's like she's got like great boobs, I guess. 
the the chick drummer yeah. in the white stripes. She's a little hip, but she's still sexy. There's something she's like uh, odd hot. Yeah, you know, like you wouldn't want to bring her around to your buddies. Well, you might want, you might bring her around to your buddies, but definitely not family. No, no. Well, I see. I'd rather take someone like that around family. Well, I mean, your buddies know that what you're doing. You're just getting it. Yeah, but you're, then your buddies are gonna goof on you. Yeah, but that's fine. No, that's I, all good fun. I hate when buddies goof. Like when <laughs> you must hate me then. I do. When you when you four start ganging up on me, <laughs> I hate it. It drives me insane because I I hate being out of uh, I I don't like being the the target of attention when it comes to you guys like picking on me. I'd rather like focus. You'll you'll find me. I'll quickly deflect on the. An ass wipe over there, number 26. I saw you uh, when we went to Universal and we ganged up on you. You didn't uh, you didn't deflect on anybody. You just ran away. You ran like 30 feet ahead of where we were at. You asked us to make fun of something, and I couldn't get you to shut up. So I just decided I didn't want to hear it anymore. I'm going to walk 10 steps ahead. I think we were making fun of your old blogs. Yeah, I used to blog. Occasionally I still do. I'm still on MySpace. I haven't been on MySpace in a while. Maybe I should hop on. You know what? I need the internet, man. I really need to have the internet back. And you, uh, is it killing you? It does because we can only come up here to the station to get online. I love mm-hmm. just like I love being on the instant messenger. I love looking for show prep. I love talking to people. You see, I'm a game nerd. You're an internet nerd. I believe I am. I'm truly addicted to the internet. In fact, I put in my thing. I'm going with the Sprint PCS DSL, I believe, and so it, hopefully I'll have it in the next couple of days. And I know that like. I know Bateman and um, especially Corolla. Corolla, number 26 over there, needs it because he's trying to find another job down here mm-hmm. in Orlando. He waited tables for a little while. Didn't you say you didn't want to wait tables anymore? You're done with waiting tables? Uh, yeah, I'm done with it. I can't really take the humiliation of it. In What's humiliating about There's it? nothing hu- as opposed to this job where you're snorting wasabi. Well, you know. And, uh, you know, the people yell at me and they look at me worse than you guys if that's believable and they just look at me like i'm disgusting i was looking you are. i was looking well you are obviously i was looking through something in the orlando weekly and we may have found a job for you first jack jack welcome to the hideout real radio 1041 fa dubs how's it going what up, what's up man dub story reminds me a little bit about this guy in uh in a health club who used to trail me around you had a dude that was india <laughs> yeah exactly he was uh Except he was very nearsighted. First of all, he wasn't in good shape either. He was fat and disgusting. And what is it very... when you're getting hit on gay guys? You you wanted to be a hot one. You you really quote, if I was handsome. I would I would have let him along a little bit. You know. Yeah. You would have you know at least thrown him a little nibble of uh, interest, <laughs> just to feel wanted, if you will. Here's the worst part, though. As if that wasn't bad enough. He was very nearsighted. So when I wanted to ditch him, I would just go to the steam room. <laughs> He would come in there, his glasses would fog up, he'd have to take them off, he couldn't He couldn't see who I was, he couldn't tell. So you, usually me. dudes will go into the steam room to get another guy, but you actually <laughs> went in there to get away from him. And, and I'm not even kidding, it actually worked. Did he, constant, I, did he constantly ask you to spot him, like when he's doing bench press? <laughs> he would try, I would say no, he would shake my hand every time. He saw me you want to do some squats, brother? Essentially, because you're spotting somebody with a squat, and it's basically a teabag. Yeah. Hey, Hefe, I didn't know you found a new gym. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I am not following Jack around. That's not Hefe, happening. Here's the worst part. I have a topper, and this is really true. Your topper? What? <laughs> the man was a rabbi. Wow. I didn't know that they could do well, that. Do you remember, uh, what was it, Seven Dead Gay Guys? Was that the name of the movie? 
Or yes. Nine dead, nine dead gay guys. Nine dead gay guys. There was a. Uh, <laughs> there was the rabbi that. Uh, what? So did he have the curls and everything like uh, along the? Uh... Well, he had, no, he didn't have the Hasidic hair, but he uh, he looked like a rabbi. I swear to God, I didn't rip it off from the movie either. I call that the Corolla hair. Yeah, that is. If he lets Except it go. The rabbi's hair was cleaner though. <laughs> I'm Pro sure. Probably. Thanks, Jack. Oh man, I didn't realize that. Well, I did end up finding a job. Hold on a second. Let's talk to Kyle. Kyle, you're in uh, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What's up, guys? What up, bro? Um, I had a story about uh, sort of like J Dubs was talking about, man. Um, for graduation, I went up to Washington D.C. Mm -hmm. and um, I ended up staying in Dupont Circle, and I was with my best friend. And you didn't? Did you have any idea? I Dupont... had no idea. Dupont Circle is the gay area of Washington D.C. It is yeah, the quote. And I was it's... with my best friend, man, and it sucked. Because you walk around. Good job. You walk around and you you don't know it. You don't realize it. And you, you're like, man, everybody here dresses really nice. Yeah, and they have those flags on every building and on yep. the churches. And, you know, it's really bad when you're with your best friend and people are hitting on you, you know, the first night that you're in D.C. Well, at, at least you knew. You know, and the DuPont Circle is a safe place, so you were okay. Yeah, at least you, uh, at least you were, you know, you were getting hit on, but you were safe around. That. You know yeah, what, Kyle? Pretty cool. You're in the area, right? You're here in Orlando. Yeah, I live right down here. I was just up there about about eight months ago. Let me ask you, where is the quote-unquote gay part of Orlando? Uh, I have no uh, idea, man. I'm not. I have know. so. <laughs> I tuttle. Yeah. Do you know? Thanks, well, Kyle. I don't know by personal experience. Sure. But at the same time, there are a lot of. Famous nationwide gay clubs here in the city of Orlando. Oh, really? Yeah, we have a very big gay population here in Orlando. Cool. They should love us then. A lot of the gays um, actually go. The gays? Did yeah. you just call them the gays? Well, the homos. No, we're a very gay friendly show. I, I, know so. that we're, I know that we're very gay friendly, okay? But at the same time, you have the Parliament House. Which is here on OBT. Okay. It's right there on Orange Blossom Cherry. It seems like everything's on OBT, really. Oh, right. And then I think you've got another one, Sahara Nights or something like that. But there's no, like, gay, like, no, area. Like, no, 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 no. There's not, like, real big gay area, but a lot of them work as the characters out, you know, in, in the theme parks. You know, I could see that. I could well, definitely. You want to you be in entertainment. I could. Yeah, I understand that you're doing the entertainment thing. And and you, you know, you, you see those people in those big outfits. They're always so flamboyant. You know. What? That doesn't have anything to do with anything. Well, well you know, Mickey Mouse is gay. No, he's not. No. Mm. Uh. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Uh, um. <laughs> I don't know if a lot of the characters are gay though, but we did have a problem with uh, the the Tigger character. Um, did yeah, you, I did do you, remember that. Did you hear the story here? It was like really, really big news, and and the theme parks were like freaking out because they actually brought the Tigger head out during the trial as a piece of evidence, wow. and everybody was like freaking out. We we don't want our Tigger character being, you know. Why do you got to be racist? No, I'm I, I'm saying Tigger. Oh, okay. Everybody's a Tigger lover. Right, right. I love Tigger. Okay, I got it. I see what you're doing there. Fine. Now, we had we had something. Corolla, number 26, mm -hmm. he was looking for his part-time job, and I saw something in the Orlando Weekly where I guess one of these gay outlets, these uh, the gay bars or dance clubs, uh, were looking to hire people as dancers. I know you need money, number 26, number 27. You seem to have somewhat of a awkward body, but I think it's like one of those things where it could work out for you.
Would you be willing to go dance? No, not at all. Why not? Because I'm not gay. It doesn't matter. You don't have to be gay. I don't need dudes peering at me with their staring eyes going, Ew, what's up, Thoth? All right, puff? stop. Ugh. That's not even funny. Why even do a voice? Because <laughs> that's how they talk. I'm, no, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. I've never heard one gay Why guy would you sound say like that? that? I've never, I seriously, I've known a lot of gay people in my time, and I've never known anyone to have that stupid lisp that you just did. Whatever. They'd you know still what? be looking at my body. Come here. I want you to get in the studio for that. What? I don't like the gay bashing. That's not cool. Somebody take he, over the phones while this tar gets in here. He wasn't really gay bashing, I think. I think he was more just being an idiot. I think he was. Come here. Why would you do something like that? What? I don't know. Do you realize that we're here and we're trying to make friends in our new town? And Tuttle just told us there's a big gay population. Why oh, yeah. would you alienate? Alienating them? I'm cool flare with gay chop. people. You know what I mean? I, I can't. I don't know how to flare chop. There is one thing that I know how to do. Ow! Get on another mic so we don't have to keep on moving around, idiot. Get out of here. Yeah, get on that. Be a professional. There you go ruining something else. We're trying to have friends here. Stop it already. Just for that, I'm getting you an audition. I want some... Where at? Wherever this place was. i got to look it up in the Orlando Weekly. He's going to start dancing soon. I want you... You know what? I want you to dance for gay people. So you can realize that they're, they're human beings like the rest of us. And your ignorance is no good. You make fun of me all the time. You don't seem to think I'm a human being. You're not. Come on. You're an animal. You're definitely subhuman. That's why you're a number. And that... You're number 30 now. <laughs> behind these uh, bundle of pins that I have. <laughs> and I saw some ointment in the bathroom. You're now 31. And that's you... where you rank on the totem pole. And that's why I think you'll do good while you're uh, dancing at the gay club, because you're like a novelty. You aren't exactly human. Well, that's kind of nice. I'll take that He's as like a compliment. A her, a hermaphrodite, if you're into that. And something that I have noticed, a lot of the gay population here in Orlando, they go for the bears. Do you know what a bear is? Yeah, like the... The, the real hairy, like... Yeah, and he's a bear. More, maybe, he's a bear. Maybe more of a cub. Grr. Maybe a cub bear. Because he, he he's still adolescent. He's very hairy. He's like, he's a little gay cub. That's your new name. He likes back rubs, back <laughs> scrubs, and bear hugs. Gay cub? I don't even understand what's going on here. <laughs> All I'm trying to do is find a kid a part-time job, and I have him making an ass out of us, alienating an entire community. I sh we should punish him. You know what we should do? We should get our friends over at the uh, premiere. Over at premiere. Yeah. Give us a whole like a man doll or something that he should walk around with. To show that he's okay. You know what? I'd actually like to have him take it home one night, give it a good tryout, and maybe maybe then he could be more sensitive. Why take it home? We got a web. I don't want to watch it. We got a webcam. Well, we just put him in one of the studios. We put him in a production room, and have a go. Let's take a break. We'll come back. It's the hideout. Real Radio, one hundred four point one. You idiot! Did you read the sponsor? Everybody. 
me. You guys distracted me. You're putting boobs up against the glass and stuff. It's not funny. It's like Sir Mixed Boy said, put them on the glass, my this, friend. These guys are cackling over here like hyenas. What was the, who was the sponsor of our weather? That last wonderful weather report was brought to you by Thurston's Premier Auto Center and Thurston's Auto Center in Claremont. I, you really need to be hit. You're no, they very, put the You're boobs. very ornery tonight. They put the boobs in the glass. And, who did? Dubs. I went. I saw Dubs go over to watch you do weather. I didn't see any boobs. His boobs were flying with his big round nipples. <laughs> what? <laughs> he does have saucer plate nipples. Yes. That is a little known fact about J Dubs. And what you were so excited about it, you couldn't do your weather report. <laughs> Why are you looking at it, dude? They were sitting back here cackling, too, pointing at me. That's because you were like, this weather report. <laughs> they were poking brought... me in my fat on the side too. It's not funny. I'm trying. You yeah. know what needs to happen? We need to teach you to be a professional broadcaster. Boobs happen. Tickling happens. So from now on, during every weather report, we are going to abuse you, and we're going to get you to figure out how to do weather properly. Because you know what? You didn't have to do weather at WJFK. You rarely talked when we were up in D.C. Hmm. Now, for some reason, you're talking a whole bunch. And you're doing weather. You get promoted to have an actual little segment. Yeah, now you got duties. It's sponsored. And you forget the sponsor the most important thing. you got more duties than you keep at home in a jar. Right. I'm, I'm very ticklish, though. It doesn't help when people are prodding my fat jowls. When's the next weather report, uh, Tuttle? When's the next weather report coming up? We're going to teach you how to be a professional broadcaster. Next break, he has a really, really good one. So Perfect. Taco Bell. <laughs> nice. Wouldn't that be more appropriate if you read that one? <laughs> Shot it. Shot it. <laughs> you already alienated the gay community. Why are you going to start alienating the Latino community? Get on the phones. If you want to talk to us, real easy. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. It is the hideout with Ohafe and J-Dubs, Real Radio 104.1. It's a very professional radio show. It really is. You're tuning in at the perfect time. Uh, second air on the night here in Central Florida, having a blast. And one of the things that we all bonded over, you got to know that... Your your friends have to share the same kind of sense of humor. You yeah. know what I mean? You want to make sure that everybody finds the same thing kind of funny. And one thing that we all completely agree on is one of the funniest movies that we've ever seen ever is Napoleon Dynamite. Gross. Dang. Sweet. And we love the movie as much as the next person. Uh, we have all these drops in our little, uh, our little r- r- machine here. Don't be jealous that I've been chatting online with babes all day. Besides, we both know I'm training to become a cage fighter. But the whole Napoleon Dynamite thing, it's almost played out. It's Yeah, it's, it's getting to that point of just being uh, dumb. Everybody was quoting it. Everybody was, you know, it was the fun thing. It was the bonding it, thing. It was it was the new, uh, kind of on a smaller level, the uh, Austin Powers. Yes. You know, the, uh, yeah, baby. That whole. If I hear that again, I'm going to cut someone's head off and put it in a bowling bag. And it's a shame, too, because it was a fabulous movie, but it got so oversaturated with the society and the way we got to have so much, so much, so much about it that it ends up getting ruined to each other. Mm. Now they've taken it one step further in Idaho, haven't they? Yeah, they've, uh, they're trying to pass uh, legislation in Idaho to uh, give, uh, give some recognition to the creators of Napoleon Dynamite, uh, have uh, the whole state recognize the great thing they've done for their state. And I... This is what I hear. Possibly give them a holiday. Only in the state of Idaho. Now, who? The actual writers and creators? 
Yeah, the uh, writers and creators. Actually, you know, just call it Napoleon Dynamite Day, where they'll do, uh, you know, a lot of the, uh, like, all the schools will serve tater tots and that kind of stuff. I love tater tots. I do. And you know what? Tater tots, one of those foods that I had forgotten about until that movie. I, I haven't had tater tots maybe since... Damn, Texas. When I lived in Texas, you know what? I loved tater tots from Sonic. You mm-hmm. get the cheese tots. And they have Sonics around here, don't they, Tuttle? Oh, that's great. I love a Sonic. I gotta go, you know, have you had a Sonic? Have you done I've Sonic? I've never before? had Sonic, no. You gotta go, you gotta get the chili, the chili cheese dog, the cheese tots, and the ice slushies. Oh, it's a Cherry limeade. Cherry limeade. That's it, Tuttle. Where's uh, the nearest one? Uh, actually, there's one a couple blocks. I, I, I think we could definitely, it's close enough to make a run if we needed to. We may, maybe may not tonight. Maybe we'll do that as a special treat for the end of yeah. the week. I want to introduce you to Sonic, my friend. But tater tots, one of the big things about Napoleon Dynamite. And, but they're trying to get a Napoleon Dynamite day. Yeah, and, uh, the, I can't make this up. You know, the, the, the bill that they put in for this is completely ridiculous. And I want to read through just a few of, uh, the, uh, little things that they re- wrote in here. Whereas the state of Idaho recognizes the vision, talent, and creativity of Jared and, I think I'm saying this right, Jerusha Hess in the writing and production of Napoleon Dynamite. And whereas Preston High School staff, particularly the cafeteria staff, have enjoyed the notoriety and worldwide attention. And whereas Tater Tots figure prominently in this film promoting Idaho's most famous export, the potato. Oh, wait a second. So this is a bill that has whereas and legalese all through it? Oh, yeah. This thing is completely... Uh, I, I took this off of actually the uh, the, I, the local government Idaho website. Okay, so this is like so an Idaho.gov or something. Yeah, one of those type uh, websites. And uh, whereas the friendship between Napoleon and Pedro furthered the multi-ethnic relationships, whereas... Uncle Rico's football skills are a testament to Idaho's athletics. And so they're taking all this as if it's serious. Yeah, they're they're taking this whole thing and just naming the finer points of the movie and why this movie is wholesome and deserves a holiday or at least some recognition. And whereas Napoleon Dynamite's uh, bicycle and Kip's skateboard promote better air quality and carpooling <laughs> as alternatives to fuel-dependent methods of transportation. So they went through every single thing in the movie and said this is why they deserve their own day? I think they just went scene for scene and said, okay, that's something that promotes something really good that should uh, that should be commended in Idaho. What's- well, the DVD promotes technology. Uh, it does. There's that song at the end, I Love the Internet. I love technology, but not as much as you, you see. Ka- Pizza Boy, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Hey, guys. Welcome What's to up? Orlando. For Thank you. One. Thank you, bro. Hey, you're talking about tater tots, man. Pizza just got some crazy good tater tots in. They just started this Wing Street thing. Pizza Hut? Yeah, Pizza Hut, man. They just started nice. giving out bomb tater tots. Bomb tater tots? Dude, they're, they're awesome. I'll have to bring some by to you guys sometime. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm, uh, well, uh, anytime, man. I love a tater tot. When you start adding something to it, it's usually a lot better. Oh, yeah. Best tater tots I've ever had. Lunchroom cafeteria tater tots. What they would do was that they would serve them with the, the sheet pizza, the pizza that they would, like, make in a sheet and they would yeah, cut it. Just cut it yeah, just And then they would put the tater tots on top of it and saran wrap it where the tater tots and the pizza almost fused with each other. Mm. It was so good. You know, what was your favorite elementary school uh, lunch or whatever? Pigs in a blanket. Damn you, that's a good one. Oh, that's a good one. You know what I love? 
and I still love the combination to this day, pizza and corn. Pizza and corn's not bad. I also really like the nachos and a roll, a regular roll, and then you sop up all the cheese with that roll afterwards. Pizza, I and whenever I have pizza now, like I, I get it at home, I go in, I open up a can, I have corn. Napoleon Dynamite, what else? They're, they yeah, they uh, they are trying to pass legislation in the state of Idaho to give Napoleon Dynamite a day or just recognition. Whereas Grandma's trip to St. Anthony Sand Dunes highlights a long-honored Idaho vacation destination. <laughs> Who even knows that's where she went? I just knew she went on vacation with her boyfriend. And you know uh, this uh, starts to really stretch after a while. And whereas Rico and Kip's Tupperware sales and Deb's keychains and glamour shots promote self-sufficiency in Idaho's small towns. Now, couldn't you do this for any movie out there? I think so. I think you could go through and just pick out the finer points of the movie and say, hey, this is a very wholesome movie. And where, whereas Napoleon's artistic rendition of Trisha's uh, face is an example of the importance of visual arts K-12. through All right, these are actually government and legislators and the whole thing, and they're trying to get them. They spent time on this. Oh, I'm sure these are. this was put together by someone not in office, but it got past them and someone signed it to put it through. I would be really pissed if I were in Idaho. Yeah. I mean, if this is what they're wasting their time as, whereas Pedro's efforts to bake a cake for summer <laughs> illustrated the positive connection between culinary skills and lifelong relationships. All right, that's just over the top now. Now it's just stupid. And I I make up a lot of stuff on this show, but this one I'm completely honest about. Whereas the prevalence of cooked steak as a primary food group pays tribute to Idaho's beef industry. I thought they were into potatoes. Well, they have a lot of cows there, too. Oh. Everything is eating steak in that. <laughs> that is true. And finally, and the funny thing about this, it almost goes chronologically through the movie, so it, you, I you know. I think so. So at the end? And this is the final one. Whereas Napoleon's tetherball <laughs> emphasizes the importance of physical education in Idaho's public schools. Idiot! You guys are retarded! That's just so silly. And there's two representatives' names on the bottom of this, so I'm pretty sure this is legit. I call them. I'd love to get a hold of these guys and see what it is that they're thinking. They wouldn't go. You know what? I, I want to push through. I bet they're getting a ton of calls already if people saying you're stupid. Or, hey, pass it. Please pass it. Napoleon Dynamite. Legislation getting passed around it. It's stupid. Let's take a break. We'll come back to Hideout with Al and J-Dubs. Real Radio 104.1. Welcome back into the hideout. I'll have Fane Jadabs with you on Real Radio 104.1. RealRadio.fm is the website, and of course, you can talk to us at any time. It's an open phone, open door policy in the hideout. We like you to talk about what we're talking about. That always helps, moves the show. And you can give us a call 407 916 1041 888 978 1041 Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Marcus, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Hey, how you doing, guys? What up, bro? Just want to ask you, um, you said you could admit to stuff, and I just recently got engaged, mm -hmm. and I uh, wondered if phone sex was cheating. No. Okay. I mean, uh, is it uh, with a chick well, that I, you... Yeah, I know the person. You know the you, chick? You know, yeah. the, you know the chick, and uh, but you guys wouldn't do anything other than phone sex? No. Hmm. How did this so all come about? Cheating. Well, I used to date her. 
All right, then it's cheating. Okay. Yeah. I, you know, I tell you this, man. I I have a fine line as to. Um, Actually, I'm very open and liberal when it comes to what is and what isn't cheating. Mm-hmm. But damn, dude, if you were already if you were dating the chick before, like, what do you uh, guys get into? Uh, just everything. Do you? Yeah. Do you, you talk about past sexual experiences or just you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. hey, you remember that time that I? Uh, is she? Uh, is she working herself too? Well, yeah, yeah. Oh, so you're working yourselves? Yeah. All right. So, well, if it's to the point where you are actually doing some sort of sexual contact, even if it's with yourself, I think it's cheating, isn't it? Really? I, w- I would say if it's a girl that you don't know, really. I mean, if you're calling like a phone sex line, I don't think that's cheating. If you're calling just some random uh, like an 800 number, that's so, not cheating. So is it cheating when you're like there's an emotional involvement? I think so. I think that's where you have to draw the line when they when you start to uh, when you actually know the girl and have history with her, or maybe are trying to work something for the future, mm-hmm. that begins to be cheating. All right, so, like, what would you say to her? Like, what's the normal thing you usually say to her? Except instead of saying her name, say the uh, say the name Corolla. Hey, Corolla, what are you wearing? I've got a nice Giants jersey on. Ron Dane. Why don't, why, don't you, uh, why don't you tell me what you'd like to do to me? Ooh, you like it like that? Yeah. I'll tell you what, baby. You can bend over me. All right, what? bend over you. <laughs> what? What is that? How do you bend over him? I'm a girl. No, you're not. Yeah, Just because yeah, you have you boobs are. doesn't make you a girl. <laughs> um, so it's yeah, man. I think it is. Now, have you told your uh, so your chick doesn't know or anything? No, no. How long you been engaged? Uh, about two weeks. Oh well, come on, it's over. It's early enough now. You can break it off. You can get out. Really? Yeah, well, I mean, if you're already having phone sex with other girls and everything, you definitely should not be in that engagement. Yeah, you don't want to get married. Think about it. You don't want to get married, do you? Because then you can't have uh, you can't have a clear conscience. It's already weighing on you now, and you're just getting phone sex. Yeah, that's true. Now, what do you think that uh, could you now the girl you're having phone sex with could you uh, hit it at any time? Yeah. Well, then what are you doing having phone sex? Why aren't you having sex? I don't know. She won't. My my girl, my fiance won't uh, do phone sex. And so you're going somewhere else to get... Now, why do you yeah. need phone sex yeah. when you could be having regular sex? It's just, it's just one of those things that you kind of dig, you know? You like the audio stimulation? Yeah. Are yeah. you into, like, the cyber stuff, too? Well, I've done it before, but, I mean, every guy has done that before. Yeah, I mean, I, but, yeah. you know, some guys are into it more than others. I've never cybered. No? I've never had cyber sex. No, that's you creepy. Try it. No way. Like read an erotic story. That you're writing. Who needs an erotic story? I need. You don't. You don't enjoy the erotic stories in the no, magazines. Oh, man. that's the greatest. I need. I need audio and video. See, you have the audio, Marcus. You're able to do your thing with the audio. Yeah. But I would figure you need the video to. to but I guess you have a mental image in your yeah, mind. Yeah, you remember the, doing. Yeah, that's right. Hmm. And and she, and she gave me some pictures too. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. Just go over there. <laughs> Let's okay, go over thanks. there tonight and just do it. Have you talked to her lately? When's the last time you had phone sex? Um, three days ago. What about your chick? How often are you doing it? How often are you having sex with your uh, chick? Like maybe twice a week. Twice a, twice a week having sex or twice a week having phone sex? No, phone sex. Wow. Now, how, how often are you having regular sex? Uh, three times a week. Man, so you're getting a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you should yeah. be tapped out, my friend. That's a lot of action. Why aren't you drained? You should I'm be a, develop carpal tunnel. You should be uh, asleep right now, napping. <laughs> and how many times do you just give yourself a session without anybody there? Oh, never. Never. Yeah, you don't have to. No. I, I was I was seeing if there's anything on top of what he's doing already. If the, if there was, he could be some sort of a sex addict. Yeah, hey, let's hear it from Marcus. Thank you. Is there any chance we can talk to your phone sex check? Or can we get uh, one of the pictures? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'll send you some pictures. Hey, please. Marcus, hold on a second. I'm okay. going to have you talk to number 27. I want to talk to your phone sex chick. Okay. Hold on. 
I like to get her. I like to talk to her. I just want to see some pictures. I want pictures too. Hey, do you know who Vita? What's her name? Vita Guerra. I forgot the girl's name. The chick who's famous for her ass. Vita Guerrera. Yeah, there's uh, some like uh, somebody hacked into her phone and got some naked pictures of her. Do we have those? I can get them. Yeah, find those. Make sure we find those. Yes, Tuttle. I already have them for you. Do you? Yeah. Where? On your phone? Uh, no, they're not on my phone. There's this website I go to. They're they're always like Johnny on the spot when it comes to you know all the phone hackings and stuff like that. Like I was one of the first ones to you know see Fred Durst's penis. Congratulations. Yes. That was a very disturbing video. The creepy thing about that video is when that son of a bitch turns the phone <laughs> around to look at himself and he makes kissy faces. He's like, Mwah. and I can't believe he's getting hot chicks still. That's the worst part. Well, he, no matter what, that guy always has a strip club to fall back on. He can go into any strip club and pull a girl out. The hottest girl stripping. By the way, we went out to Premier mm-hmm. and uh, new uh, new sponsor here in the hideout, Premier Adult Factory Outlet. And I um I had to go home and and punch one. Oh, out. really? Did you? I had to go Were and punch the up? clown. It was odd, and we'll talk about it here in a second, actually. But yeah. I'll, I'll I'll tease you with this: when you're walking around an adult bookstore. And you're be, you're given a tour with two females. Mm-hmm. It's really a weird situation. I, I felt very comfortable. Did you at all get excited? No, I'm I I made sure to check myself, you know, to make sure nothing was going on. I felt like an animal. I felt like the dog, you know, when the dog gets excited. <laughs> the red rocket and the red rocket. At <laughs> a red rocket. Ew. You are an animal. Let's take a break and we'll come back. More of this. You'll want to stay tuned. <laughs> Plus, also, too, we got tickets to go see the crew. We're going to give those out tonight. Molly Crew Carnival of Stench Tour, TD Waterhouse, on Tuesday, September 13th. Call Ticketmaster at 407-839-3900 to get your tickets. Or you can stay tuned and listen and, uh, and win them on the hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Coming up, tickets to go see Motley Crew. We'll do that in just a little bit. we got a game that we want to play with you. I'll tell you this, it involves the virginity of the hideout. We'll go with that. So kind of pay attention to see if you can kind of get to know our personalities a little bit. Very important. The hideout of Hefe and J-Dubs Real Radio 104.1. Got some calls we want to blow through real fast. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. So feel free to participate. Come on into the hideout, my friends. We're all buddies here. Walter, you're in the hideout. Hey, what's going on, guys? What up, man? Uh, first of all, I just want to welcome you out here to Orlando. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Um, and now to help out with Corolla's little situation there, out here you just need to get the Latin women. Out here the Latin women, they love light skin men. So you just go to one of the Latin clubs, man, just like I do. You get you can get it every day, all day long, no now, matter what day of the week. Now, we have the Latin station here in the building, Rumba 100.3, don't we? Uh, what we ought to do is have you, number 26, tag along to one of their appearances, one of their gigs. Because I'm telling you, man, I've been with Latin women. There ain't nothing like a Latin woman. They're so good, so sensual, so, they, you know, they're, they're voluptuous. They got, you know, get the nice ass, but at the same time, they got, the, you know, they got it in all the right places. And I tell you this, man, it's true. The myth is true about Latin ladies and just knowing how to work it. It's you're right, Walter. Yeah, so, yeah. so that's the thing though. He should he go after Latin first? Yeah, I, go after yeah, go after Latin women, man. That's what I, I've been out here since '92, 
You know, I did my playing games. Every Latin club I went to, I've always gotten laid. Walked in Dolo, always left out with a couple of chicks every time. All right. Well, the, I, I say you don't discriminate. You get everything, but maybe you should try the Latin thing first there. You hey, I that? get everything, yep. All right. Thank you, Walter. Helping uh, out a little bit. Usually, you know, people call us for advice, but, I mean, if you have a little advice for, you know. Yeah, definitely. To share along, I got no problem with that. Now, um, number 30 over there, because I forgot that you had moved down on the totem pole. My bad. Um, I'm losing count now because everything essentially is more important than you. Up, I just saw this uh, sign for the monsters. It's more important than you. You're now 31. Hmm. So have you ever been with a uh, Latin woman before? No, uh, I got close once. That doesn't count. But no, and I've always wanted to, too. How close? Nationalities you've been with, what has it been? Uh, I've been with white and, uh, and more white. Lebanese. And oh, Lebanese. Yeah. A dude? No, no, it was, uh, it was a female. Was it good? She, it was a lady with, you know. Was food. she the one that was always drunk? <laughs> yeah, actually. The roofies? <laughs> so you, but you haven't had a Latin or an Asian or a black woman yet? No. No, I'm and I've always, I've always, stuff. I've always wanted to sleep with a black woman too. What's, always. What dubs you want? I'm not into that Asian stuff. Why? They like the mud. No, they don't. <laughs> That's what I heard. That's just something online. That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> but all you see, you never see a, uh, a anything but a. Uh... Uh, you're being, you're generalizing a lot. Do you understand that? Don't you? Going yeah, off of something that you see on like pop-ups on websites. And I see a lot of those pop-ups and a lot of those websites. And I'm... how dare you generalize an entire female population? Based on what's on your not ugly entire, computer. Not the entire female population, just that nationality. By the way, speaking of computers, mm -hmm. did you hear about this asswipe at Kinko's? Yeah. Yeah, at the, at the local Kinko's. Who's allegedly using who's allegedly using the Kinko's to download uh, kitty porn? Also, uh, in that story, he, uh, I guess he was uh, they uh, approached him on this. And he was a security guard, so he flashed his badge and said he was doing uh, some work as a cop, and he needed to look at this kitty porn. But you know what, though, not that we, not the looking at the kitty porn thing, but you know we do that here at the radio station constantly, where we're sitting here and we're surfing for regular porn, or in Dubs's uh, world, scat porn. I don't surf for it; it surfs for me. But you, know, it's one of those things. And it's like, oh, I'm doing show prep. Because a lot of us will go to this newsfilter.org. And it's so weird because like, I feel creepy looking at it because I'm actually looking at news stories trying to get a little work done. And you'll do, it's like three stories at a time. And then like the fourth story is Joanna loves oral. You know, and that's the news story. And I have to click on it. Yeah, because you need to see you know, why does she love oral. Is there is there something we can do with this? And is there something that I could share with the audience? Yeah. So that everyone will uh, love it as much as Joanna does. And so that's what I do for you. That's the work that I do. Have you have you ever stumbled onto no. any wrong porn? No. Like not not, not kitty porn, but just wrong, like ac accidentally. Hmm. I don't think so, man. Because you know what? I don't use the internet for porn. Because I was talking about earlier, I, mean, I need the audio and the video. And but, the... I mean, you don't even just uh, search just for... All right, you, you watch videos, right? Yeah. Have you ever gotten one of those four-hour compilations, and it's completely normal, until one scene? Yes. Porno Dan. Yes. Nope. We had a buddy, Porno Dan, that we knew up in D.C., and he had this... Oddly enough, it was a four-hour compilation was 
for some girl who got killed. And what, the other one got burned. Yeah, it was, there, like a, it was a double what? compilation. Yeah. It was something really weird. I, I don't know. We can maybe even bring in the cover and we'll read it to you. And it's, it's riddled with mistakes, by the way. Uh, yeah, spelling errors. <laughs> spelling errors. But anyway, off that. So we're sitting here, and you get into a scene. You're kind of going scene by scene, seeing what you're into. And there's this one scene where it's two chicks and a guy, and you're thinking, all right, this is hot. This is something I can get into. So you're watching, and everybody's making out, and they're slowly doing stuff, and they eventually mouths begin to get used and all that fun stuff. And then, out of nowhere, one of the girls pulls out a sex toy <laughs> and straps it on. And you're thinking, wow, okay, well, maybe she's going to take care of the other chick. All right, I could get into this a little bit. I've seen something like this. Before you know it, this guy is taking it. Well, the other girl does the same thing. <laughs> yeah. And he's the wobbly H. Yeah, he's in the... He's the crossbar in the wobbly H. And it's like, what are you doing here? All right, now here's the question. If, you come, if you're really into whatever scene was before that, and this scene starts up, do you keep on trucking? No! I keep on trucking. I, I imagine it uh, being as good as possible. You know, I imagine, hey... Maybe he's in having fun, you know, and, you know, there's still stuff going on, and I can get into it. I think of bleeding. But then you have to alter your situation. And that turns me on more. You have to alter your situation and what you're doing. No, you don't have to, you know, use your other hand or anything. Stop. I've had enough. <laughs> I've had enough. But, go but to the stranger. Go, go back to that, though. What do you do? Do you uh, do you fast forward? Do you completely stop? Of course. Stop? You, you hit skip. Or do you, do, do you just completely stop? <laughs> No, you can hit. You can get back into it. You Go to the next scene. Yeah, next yeah, scene. I mean, with DVDs and stuff. I mean, people aren't using VHS anymore. It's like, oh, I did. Just go to the next track. I I get to my apartment because we're still living out of the hotel <laughs> because my apartment isn't completely set up yet. But I get to my apartment and I uh, immediately I can't find the DVD player and I refuse to play porn off of my PlayStation Two. So I scrams through everything, ripping apart boxes, and I find the VCR, and I throw the VCR in, and I hook it up, and I go through, and I'm going through my entire library. Super Clips number 32. Nice. Scene 7. It was perfect. And it was just such a release. You cool. have, you have uh, like, certain scenes numbered in your mind that you know, or I have to go 15 scenes in, or I'm, I'm at this scene. Five scenes from now, it's great. Yeah, I do. I actually, I have certain tapes I have memorized. I've watched them so much. And, like, this is like when I stop and I rewind, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, only two more scenes, and then I'll get to the scene that I want. <laughs> Today, my thing, my thing that I was into because I wanted to take care of myself. Thing. Well, my thing that I wanted to get into Ew. was, stop. Dump out of this. Was <laughs> was blonde hair. I was into blonde hair for some reason. Yeah. That's what I was working. Wonderful. Derek, stop. Hey, <laughs> Derek, Derek, you're in the hideout. I just wanted to ask you guys if you think Orlando women are hotter than the D.C. women. Okay, how old are you, Derek? 18. No, you're not. No, you stop <laughs> lying. What year were you born? Please. Uh, <laughs> although it is a legitimate question, and I covered it earlier in the show. Yeah, they're, they're definitely hotter here. It's a completely different league. Now, I got a question. We're all it's like be- we're in the major leagues right now of chicks. We were in single A in D.C., I realize. Right now we're playing in the pros. We've moved up to, to the big leagues as far as we're going to go. We might have been in junior college. What sucked? Yeah, we were, uh, we were amateurs in D.C. and The girls are so hot here. But here's the problem. The dudes also around here are much better looking than we are. Especially now that I'm here. We're We're DC slubs. We really have to get it together. Corolla's still hitting from the other side of the plate. Yes. 
He took so not much has changed. He took special notice. Hey, now I got a question. We're all going to be staying at your apartment soon. Just for a little while, mm-hmm. though, for are like you, a week or two. Are you worried Dubs is going to strike again on your uh, comforter? All right, when I let Dubs stay with me last time when he moved from Michigan to D.C. when we were doing the hideout in D.C. Damn right. He he had this thing of marking his territory. Here, here. Taking care of business. Stop with the here, here thing. What is no. that? I say. <laughs> um, I oh. Stop. Um, in this, in my bathtub, he was proud of himself, and also on my favorite blanket, my baby blanket, which I've had since I was probably seven or eight. I, I knew it was, someone was turning me on about it. There was a scent on it. Stop. I've watched it since then. I doubt it. Actually, uh, it might be a little too late for that, Hefe. You remember how you uh, asked me to uh, unwrap all the blankets and how I kind of went in the other room? For a little bit when I was helping you move in. You didn't. And I'll tell you why you didn't do that. You'll be living on the street. I swear I did. You'll be asking Tuttle, in fact, can... can, uh... I was in there for 20 minutes. What do you think I was doing? Why do you think I had to go in the other room to unwrap blankets? I swear to Christ, I'm going to go over that blanket with a black light. (laughs) And if I see a DNA that isn't mine, I'm going to go get it tested. You know your DNA. Yeah. (laughs) I know it's by the smell. (laughs) Detection. sauce. Tacos. What? (laughs) It's a little spicy. It's all right. Come on. Can't we be human beings in here? I know. We you want to go by. Shut, Shut up, up over there. Shut up. <laughs> He's screaming into the mic. What did you... Uh, Tuttle, can you... Is there any way you could put up um, number 31 and have him stay with you and your girlfriend? Yeah, I got an extra room in the house. Yeah. Seriously? Be, mm-hmm. Wow, that'd be awesome. He's got to pay rent, though. Of course. That or he's, you know, got to do some work around the house. It's not like he's going to bang your chick. No one is. No. No. Why, why are you going to bring up a sore subject, man? <laughs> I have a hard enough time with, you know, yeah. coming to realization of this whole, you know. <laughs> I, you, did, you realized there was nothing you could do. Yeah, I was in. There was no verb that could get you where you wanted to go. No. I just blew my load there. Okay. <laughs> Teresa, you're in the hideout on real radio. Hey, I don't know who was it that was interested that had never dated a, a Latin woman. Uh, the animal who screened your phone call, number thirty-one. <laughs> well, tell him that you know what. Be prepared when when if he's never dated a Latin woman, especially one that's used to dating Latin men, specifically mm. Puerto Rican men. Mm. Yeah. He's really got to have his A game. Oh, he really does. As far as like sexually, what about a strong B plus? No, uh, that doesn't help. This isn't your college. How about a strong you... C cup? Exactly. You know, because specifically Puerto Rican men, they don't play. They, you know, as far oh, as honey, you game, don't know. No, no, no. Like by that I mean. You've never been with a frumpy white guy, then? Because I'll tell you what, I'll demolish hair, you. I tell you what. Have you ever had a forearm, a a forearm across your throat? Shut up. Let her talk. Oh, no, man. I'm trying to. I'm trying I won't to let her talk while we're having sex. I'm not going to let her talk now. Try to help you out, yeah, you know. We know you like, are. <clears throat> you got to make sure. When, seriously, when you go out, you know what? You got to be dressed to the nines. Uh, Smell nice. Okay. <laughs> uh, you didn't you hear know? last night where this is a guy. He's five eleven. He says one eighty five. I say he's closer to one ninety five, and he wears medium shirts. Now let me ask you this, because I know what number twenty eight is into. He's into tucking. Is that something that uh, oh, come on. you, you kind of, you uh, Latin girls are into? You like a guy that can just tuck it back? <laughs> no? Tuck it back? No. Yeah. You know what? Don't, don't mention anything Does as he... far as anything that he 
even remotely seems gay in the bedroom with a Latin woman, because number one, she'll kick your ass, then she's going to throw you out. Oh. Uh, you're in trouble then, bro. You ain't getting no shot. All right, so there, you have an entire segment of the population yeah. you're done with. I was listening to that list, and I have none of those qualities or am but possible you know of getting you, them. You, no, no, no. It, the clothes, you can't do. You can't go and buy nice-looking clothes. Find a Latino man to help you go get your clothes, get your, you know, get your game together, and, I, and you know what? I still have a hideous face, though. It sounds clothes to me, can't hide it's that. It's perception, honey. It's perception. It sounds I'll, to me as if you just need to hang out with me, El Jefe, uh, the Latino guy. <laughs> <laughs> She's even and laughing. Be prepared. Be prepared. You know what? Careful what you wish for. Yeah, that is true. So what? Careful what you wish for. Teresa, how old are you? Me? Mm -hmm. I'm 38. 38 years old. How many sex still horning around? Huh? How many sexual partners you had? Do you think? Have I had? Mm -hmm. All total, maybe. Because I was married for like a long time. Carry the two. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> been... maybe ten, if that. Oh boy. Have you ever been a part of a donkey show? Okay, be nice no. to Teresa. <laughs> Come she on. created That's not it. Nice. No, she's a pioneer of the donkey show, <laughs> sir. Here, <laughs> here. That's not cool. All right, Stewie. Uh, you know what? That's very nice of you to call up and destroy uh, number twenty-seven's uh, all hopes and dreams of being with a Latin woman. No, no. Now it's we, reception, man. It's now we need black women, Asian women, and let's just go ahead and white women. All of them call in and destroy you right now during this hour. It'd be perfect. If yeah. he can't have a Latin woman, he's not even ready for a sister. What? Oh, no, he ain't not even close. Cause I, I've done some of that too. No, you haven't. I've he done the combination. Ready I'm ready to do that now. What are you doing later on, Teresa? What'd you say? Uh, <laughs> nothing. Yeah, you want to get of together? I don't, I, I don't know. Can you handle Latin women? I have. I will Do you have any kids? No. Oh, what? that's surprising. Body's never had kids. No, 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 baby. <laughs> Good for you. What do you look like? You look like anybody famous? What uh, kind of shocker? No, I'm about maybe... I'm, uh, uh, look, you. Uh, maybe, oh. fi maybe five feet tall. I'm a little girl. You're about five feet tall? How much you weigh? About 122. That's not bad, because Latin girls are a little bit chunky. Well, considering, oh. you know, chunky. But you got it in the right places, right? Right. What's There's your face look yeah. back? What's your, fa what's your face look like? Pretty. She has a third breast at her back. Very, very light eyes. Why don't you come up to the station? Seriously. I live way out in Mount Dora. Are you kidding me? That doesn't mean anything to me. You could. How about tomorrow? We're going to be on tomorrow, 7 to 11. That's four hours for you to truck up. You know what you could do? You could get with you could get with uh, our boy number 32 back there. Uh, yeah. We could do a little day. You could show him how things are done with Latin women. <laughs> Don't let, after, the, let, after the description you just gave me and the whole... No, thank you. Oh, hey, thanks. <laughs> it really <laughs> makes me feel good about myself. You should have been nicer. Yeah, been you nicer. animal. You already ran off Teresa. Don't let women. You know, women, I tell you what, you step out of line, they will put you right back. I'll tell you what, why don't you come up here and just hit them? No, that's not. See, you know, when, once you go to that level, you, know, I, I, you don't ever let yourself be brought to someone else's level, especially when it's lower. Oh, thanks. All right. That's I great. understand. So, All right, sweetie. Thank you. <laughs> I'll talk to you soon. <laughs> or maybe never again. <laughs> you look, you ran off another girl. You see what happened because you're so hideous? <laughs> I can't help it. You're the alpha man of radio. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> I'm not an enemy. <laughs> Take a break. Come back to hideout. We'll have AJ. That's Real Radio 104.1.
Coming up, those tickets to go see Motley Crue. It's the hideout on Huffa and J-Dub, Jewel Radio 104.1. Participate if you like. Very easy to do so. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Speaking of friends, we've had some friends. Don the Hypnotist, welcome into the hideout. How are you? How you doing, boys? How's it Outstanding. Going, man? Don is a guy that we know through Ron and Fez uh, up in Washington, D.C., put on just some amazing, amazing shows up there with the boys, live gigs and in studio. TheHypnoticTouch.com. Beautiful. Thank you. What are you, uh, what are you up to? Well, uh, I'm actually in Orlando. This is my hometown, actually, and I just wanted to welcome you guys to uh, town. I did not know that. I, yeah. I, I thought you were maybe calling from D.C. or checking it out on the uh, realradio.fm. So you're always in the neighborhood, Dan. Yeah, I come down here quite a bit. All right, well, we got to get a hold of you, and we got to uh, do some stuff, right, Dubs? Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, you got, I know. we we got to get together. You got any shows coming up anytime soon? Uh, Not here locally, but, uh, you know, hey, maybe uh, somebody out there is uh, looking for uh, a stage hypnotist for uh, the Orlando area. All right, what was that website again, Dubs? HypnoticTouch.com. You know what I'd like to do maybe toward the end of the week? Oh, man, if we could line this up with Teresa. I'd love for <laughs> Teresa to come in and have uh, Animal back there, number 31, and see if we could get things going or if we could just get any chicken here. Because I'd love to see how it is, how he talks to a woman in real life, like lacking confidence in everything. And then when he goes back and if we could have Don the Hypnotist hypnotize him into thinking he's really a good-looking guy, that he's not hideous the way he is, somehow in his mind uh, release the fact that he has man boobs, then I think that it would be possible for him to hook up with a girl. Yes, number 31. Uh, forget deep trance. I think he'd have to put me in a coma to pull off that one. Possibly. But Don, I think Don the Hypnotist can make it happen. Uh, do we have all of your information so we can have you swing by sometime? Yeah, I've got Don's information. Yeah, so. yeah, Doug's got all my stuff. But I, I don't want to take up your time. I just wanted to call, say welcome to town. I, uh, you guys are missed in D.C., but I'm sure uh, this next venture for you guys is going to be awesome. And how long are you in town, Don? Uh, I'm actually here till Thursday, but I'm going to be back in about three, four weeks. Right. Nice, and we'll definitely set something up. We'll set something up for around then, Don. Definitely, guys. Appreciate it, man. Thank you for checking hey, good in. Good luck, guys. All right. See you. Thanks. Bye. We should, oh, should ask him about some Orlando places to go. Yeah. Something to do. You know what? I need a movie theater. I mean, I'm sure you can find them anywhere, but I need one here in the Maitland area. I've been missing out on a lot of movies. I wanted to go see actually, Fever Pitch. No, I've I've heard not good. That's just me, though. Really, it looks great. How can Jimmy Fallon and Drew Barrymore go wrong? Yeah, but I want to see how they put it all together because the, the the playoffs in the World Series last year was so amazing. The way the Yankees just crumbled, crumbled from maybe the greatest collapse of all time. Just fell apart. I mean, no one's come back from a uh, 3-0 deficit. And they, they were three outs away from winning the World Series, mm-hmm. weren't they? Uh, then- not the World Series. I thought, oh no, yeah, the, the, the league series, yeah. championship series. And then Dave Roberts steals that base. Ouch. Ah! What's wrong over there, number 31? Nothing. It's over with. That happened in October. Oh, you're a big Yankees guy, aren't you? A little bit. I thought he liked the Red Sox. I yeah. think Red Sox. Fan. That movie would have been number one if it was about the Yankees. No, the Red wouldn't. Sox. No, Boston. Hey, did you hear the about... stupid clam chowder? Did you hear about like Derek Lowe and Dave Roberts guys who were with the Red Sox last year? No. Then they signed with other teams. As it turns out, now Lowe is with 
the Dodgers, and Roberts is with the Padres. So they come back to Boston, I guess it was yesterday, to celebrate, to get the rings, to, to, to raise the banners. Red Sox 2004 World Series champions, you know, the big thing there. And, and people got pissed because these guys who play for other teams are now, are now, you know, they're now for other teams, they're wearing other uniforms. And now all of a sudden they're back and they're wearing the Boston Red Sox uniforms. And so, I mean, would that bug you at all if you were a fan? If you were like a fan of the Dodgers or a fan of the the Padres or something? No, let them have their moment. You know, they won the championship. You know what it is though? It's like us flying back to JFK for a ratings party. Would you think about it? <laughs> that won't happen. <laughs> like we've already left, and now hey, we just got the uh, the last. Uh, the last whatever it is, and you guys did really well. We'd like you to come back and celebrate. Or could you imagine, too, if you were in a new company, and, hey, uh, I know you worked here during the uh, 2005 year. We're having the Christmas party. I know you quit in May, but we'd really like you to come back and hang out at the Christmas party. And if you could, please wear your uh, your Best Buy shirt, because everybody's wearing their Best Buy shirts. There's a show of unity. It's a little odd that way, yeah, don't guess, you think? I guess it would be awkward, but it's not like they got fired or, you know, I mean, it's it's sports. It's a completely different type thing. Right. It's not a regular job. So, I mean, they're still in the league. It would be it would be odd if, like, for some reason they got busted for, you know, underage sex, like having sex with an underage person, and uh, then they're like, hey, you can still come back and go to the ceremony. That would be awkward because you aren't even in the game anymore. Well, you'd probably be in jail. Yeah, but yeah, I'm well. Say you posted bail, and you're what? still able to go out around. What's wrong with you? I know the Pirates too. Uh, they're also making a few headlines. Yeah, the uh, the Pirates, the Pittsburgh Pirates. They have uh, come up with their slogan for the beginning of the season. It's "Come hungry." What? The Pittsburgh Pirates. Come uh, hungry. What old man came up with that? Exactly, because I, I'm, you're a big fan of the sport of baseball. I love baseball. In fact, I used to play it. I don't know if you knew this. I'm going to tell you the story. I grew up playing baseball. I sure. played against professional uh, athletes who are playing right now. Guys, maybe you've heard of, if you follow the game, I grew up playing against Kerry Wood. No, all, All-star pitcher for the Cubs. I also played, it was a game once, at Bowie High School. It was me versus Vernon Wells. No, Senior no, no, no. year, 1996. South Grand Prairie High School versus Bowie High School. And the major league scouts are out there watching both me and Vernon. Where are you right now? I go two for three in this game, including a couple of doubles. What if you went three for three? Vernon only goes one for four, and he steals a couple of bases off of me. You You didn't come hungry enough. I gave up the sport. For radio. No. I'd be in the pros right now. There's no way. I, I look at your physique. I don't know what pro you'd be. Maybe you'd be a pro sumo wrestler. Something like that. That's the only pros you'd make. <laughs> look at Cecil Field. Do you think he's in shape right now? No. He sucks. He's not, is he even in the league anymore? He gave up the game. Like me. It's such an old man sport. And you and, you and your old man physique just prove... That that's the only people who like it. And this, pirates come come the, hungry. The come hungry thing. Any young person would have caught this and say, "Hey, this isn't. This could be taken the wrong way." Yeah, it's not exactly a good idea to put that phrase anywhere. If you're, a, especially if you're a pirate. Why? And another thing they always do in baseball, they always do the huh? finish strong. 
You know, and that's another thing where I'd be like, you know, let's stay away from the finishing. Anything with finishing or... No, but then it just backs up. Oh, yeah, exactly. Right. And I can imagine them doing some kind of Pirates TV show or, you know, something just coming right in your face. Coming right, in, coming right in your face is the Pirates TV show. Here, here. I don't even know if they do TV shows. I mean, oh, they have the coaches show. Yeah, they have the coaches show and the local, you know, just local shows. Or, you know, if they, they're on, like, a long road and, trip. And you would think with Pirates, too, because it's so easy to add a yeah. butt to the beginning of that. Yeah. And it's just all of a sudden it's all taken wrong. What? Or say, you know, they're going on, like, a long road trip or something. Oh, and yeah. uh the the station starts, starts running some. Is it a wide road? Shut up. <laughs> starts running promotions for the Pirates reaching around the league. You know, <laughs> like, they're on, like, right a... in the thick of things. <laughs> <laughs> they would be. They'd be in the thick of it. It's so disgusting. Or if they're, you know, in the playoff hunt, they they want to finish on top. Oh, you know what? All right. You know what? I've had enough. Let's take a break. <laughs> Let's come back. Uh, it's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Welcome back to the Hideout Real Radio 104.1 LFA and J-Dubs with you. RealRadio.fm, the AOL Instant Messenger, Real Radio Hideout, and our our uh, email is working now. LFA, E-L-J-E-F-E at WTKS.com, J-Dubs, J-D-U-B-S at WTKS.com. Or you can do the old passion way and just call us, 407-916-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Now, we got introduced to our buddy last night, Sir Gary. Sir Gary, you're in the hideout. Good evening. How are you gentlemen tonight? What's up? Now, we uh, we learned a little something about you yesterday. You were a very religious man. Is that true? Yes, I've been a, I've been a born-again Christian since April 27th, 1964. Wow, congratulations. What is that? Uh, you're going on 41 years now, right? Yes, sir. I'm uh, 50, 57 years old. Oh, good for you, man. So what what happened in your life that made you uh, get to... I tell you what, I got, I got more than that that I want to ask you about. Yes, sir, sir Gary, because you were the religious expert here in Orlando, correct? Yes, sir. Can we name you the official um, like deity or uh, deity um, talker or go-between, maybe prophet of the hideout? Yes, sir. Okay, you are now officially Sir Gary the Prophet. Thank you very much. appreciate that. You've now been anointed prophet. You know, instead of Sir Gary, from now on when you're in the hideout, you're Gary the Prophet. Okay, I remember that. Thank you for giving me that name. Yeah, that's a good religious name. And, and thank you for uh, thank you for wanting it. Let me but, ask you this, because you yes, seem sir. to be a serious um, mental mind when it comes to religion and all that is religion. Yes, the Pope, when the Pope dies, yes, why is it a sad occasion? Shouldn't it be more of a celebration? Because if anyone's going to go to heaven, yes, sir. it's going to be the Pope. Yes, sir, that's right. Gary the prophet, why is it that everyone was sad when the Pope died? I'm well, just sad because uh, they should, should be sad when Jesus Christ died on the cross, you know. Oh, of course you want to be sad for that, but the Pope, you yes, know, he's going to heaven. Yes, sir. You know what, Gary the Prophet, you cleared things up for me. I really appreciate it, man. I'd invite your gem, your guys to come. Uh, I'm feeling a lot better about it. With some uh, Thursday night at yeah. 7:30 p.m. at New Liberty Baptist Church on Miller and Miller Street, Winter Garden. Now, do you do? Veterans pastor. Uh, Gary the Prophet, do you do any of the? Uh, do you like do any sermons or anything like that? No, sir. I just said Glenn Blanchard delivers the sermons. I tell you what, Gary the Prophet, you know what I like you to do? Yes, sir. I like you to write a sermon for us. Okay. Could, could you would if you if we gave you like th- you know thirty forty five seconds would you deliver a sermon here in the hideout? 
just to kind of cleanse our souls. Yes, you know, it would be really good if you did it at the end of every show because yes, we commit so many sins during this show, during the uh, during the course of four hours. Yes, we need to be saved. It'd be great to be cleansed at the end of the show. Yes, it would be. Jesus Christ can cleanse you from your sins. Yeah, but he goes through Gary the prophet. Yes, sir. You know, you cleared up the whole Pope thing, and now you're going to save our souls. I appreciate it, man. Yes, sir. And you want to go? The, you're my Jesus. You gentlemen's doing tremendous job on the radio, and keep a good work out doing it. God bless you. You want to go see? You, you want to go see the crew? Sir? I oh, don't worry about it. Thank you. Have a good evening. Hey, man, thank you. That's a good guy. I feel better already. It's like I get a whole... You know, you had the, you had the story where the guy's got the burden on his back. He's got this big burden, and he walks through the valley of the shadow of death. Your back does look a little thinner. Thank you. You look a little, you know... Maybe you lost a little of that, that hump and hair you got going on back there. It's not hair anymore. I shaved it. Did you? No. I wanted to. You should. And by the way, thank you for you and your whole I know your neck ends because of the rolls. That's all I kept hearing around the Clear Channel compound. <laughs> Everybody was like, hey. They're like, I guarantee all of them listening just said, true. <laughs> true. I actually had one of the salespeople come up to me today and say, you know the new guy, uh, what's his name, F.A.? Why does it look like he has a pack of hot dogs in the back of his neck? Who was the salesperson? And did you just I, say he was keeping them warm? <laughs> well, I said if they were really hot dogs, he would eat his own effing neck. All right. So it's like... As the hideout general manager, you're supposed to be above this. I don't think management's supposed to be picking Co- on the talent. Corolla's the one that's handing me the jokes. He's writing them out. He's like, this you son of a funny. bitch. He, you he son said, of a bitch. He said, he said, use this one. This one will be funny. He said he loves it when you talk about his neck. You know what? Thank you. Thank you very much. Let's let's section off that corner of the room. Hey, I'm I'm just doing. Look, he said he's one of your best friends. No, he he's said not. This is one of the things you guys joke about all the time. It's not. You know what he did today? Did the um, housekeeping wake you up this morning? No, I was already gone. Uh, oh, because someone took the do not disturb now he's sign off your door. Did you? Re- I noticed it was gone. Did you really do that, number thirty-two? No. You took down the do not disturb sign. No, it fell off somehow. <laughs> How would it fall off at the hotel? <laughs> After I grabbed it and put it on the floor. <laughs> I'm going to hurt you, man. I'm not kidding. What? Why would you do that to me? You know that I got to get rest, and I was so damn tired last night. That's Aww. one thing that I always do is I, I keep that do not disturb sign on my door until I leave. I don't want anybody coming into my room even to clean it. He was also telling me another good one. He was like, you know, I, I took the do not disturb sign down, and he was like, you know what? His pillow, used it for cleanup last night. I don't I don't doubt it, because he's not using anything else. He's not using a woman for that. I don't even think he cleans up, though. I think it's more of like he just sits he just in his rolled, own filth. He just rolls he over. He just sits in it, and he, he stews in his own waste. It's He, he likes it uh, as if he dropped a cinnamon roll in his lap. <laughs> he likes that look. <laughs> You're dirty. You realize you're a filthy animal? Do you realize already? I, here's the thing. Here's the thing about this douche. This uh, number 32 that we have, a radio bottom, who lost yesterday, by the way, to uh, hideout general manager Tuttle and the snorting the green stuff. Here's about this guy. He hasn't had sex in over three and a half years with a girl who Two wasn't and a half. drunk. Who wasn't drunk. Two and a half with a girl who was literally at blood alcohol level of probably .14. She was still conscious. Barely. Conscious. So... He said there was a girl who wanted him in D.C. before we left. Said she was willing to have sex with him before we left. What ends up happening? He says, no, I'm saving all my sex for Orlando. Yep. (laughs) So we're in Orlando now. Yep. 
And you can tell the chicks already. Uh, Erica, the promotions goddess. Yeah, she's disgusted by me. She's disgusted by you. Teresa, the 38-year-old Latin chick, thinks you're dirty. Hmm. You have no, There's no hope in the rest of the city. You know what the common thread is? No one likes them. And there has to be a reason for that. It's partially because of the dirt. It's partially because of the attitude. It's partially because of the personality. Now, the company didn't pay you to move you guys down here, but Catherine says she'd be willing to pay to send you back. <laughs> UPS. Come on. First class? Nothing about you uh, says class. Everything... They're even going to give you holes in the box. They're going to give you that courtesy. They're going to poke a couple of air holes. Maybe a little hole to, you know, relieve yourself. Yeah, they'll give you a bottle or something. And and the other thing, too, is you probably feel like you're being treated like a king right now, don't you? Because you have a bed. No. This clown used to sleep on his floor on crumpled up clothes, and I swear to you, I wish I was lying. He did this, how long did you do it, for about six, eight months? Oh, longer than that. Was it dirty laundry? Were you sleeping in dirty laundry? No, it was always clean. Well, some of it. The shirts were clean. What were you using? What what article of clothing were you using for your pillow? Uh, Well, I'd use shirts. Uh, for the most part, actually, the pants, because they're thicker. You can bunch them up more, and I, and I like a firm... And he's not lying, so I hear sleeping. this story, and I'm heartbroken, because at the time he's an intern, so I buy him an air mattress. I buy him an air mattress and a pillow, and now you're sleeping on a bed. You see how you're moving up in the world? I know. And it's changed every thank day, me. too. Thank me. I want you to thank me. Thank you. Thank you for uh, being the greatest. Say it. Thank you for being the greatest ass in the world. Oh, what are you, what? three? What? <laughs> what was that about? That was poopy. <laughs> that was kind of mall. Yeah, kind of. Dubs, let's take a break and we'll come back. I want to break early because I want a little bit of time to talk about this. You and I going out to the uh, premier adult factory outlet. Yeah. And this is over on the uh, Orange Blossom Trail. And we had the chance to head out there, take a little tour. And we saw a lot of stuff. You and I used to do this in the old days Mm -hmm. where we would go to porn shops together. You know what? I'll tell the story in a second. But you came up with one of the most disturbing questions that I've ever heard. Based on a product. Based on a product. And the reason it was so disturbing is because I considered it. And once you hear what the question is, you'll realize there's some issues in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Welcome back into the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. I'll have fame. Shade up to with you, realradio.fm. Coming up, giving away those tickets for Motley Crue at the TD Waterhouse in September. You'll want to stay tuned. we got a very revealing game about the virginity of the hideout very soon. Phone number is 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. So we had the opportunity. We have a uh, new sponsor in the hideout, someone who's uh, back with Real Radio, and they decided they're going to hop on to, uh, hop on the night show. We go out, Dubs, to the uh, premier adult factory outlet out on the Orange Blossom Trail. We go out with the uh, one of the sales uh, people who takes us out for a tour of this facility and uh, it's a great facility. You'll be here. You'll hear us talk about it over and over again, uh, very soon. I, I actually came up with a promotion that I'd love to do. That I think would be perfect uh, for the listeners of the Hideout and for uh, ladies and gentlemen as well. So everybody's into porn. We all love it. As I'm walking around this place, it's a huge selection of the uh, the, the DVDs and the VHS and you know all the. What sets this place apart, I think, is that the toys that they have is just. 
They're, they're numerous. Is it, yeah, they lining have. Lining the walls, everything you could possibly imagine. It's just a superstore of toys and uh, just porn. Now, one of the first things you saw uh, stuck out to you, you yeah. were amazed about. There was this bucket there. Uh, it was on one of the top shelves there, a bucket which was create your own uh, marital aid. It was something that you could mold a toy out of yourself. Right. You know, you get yourself excited, put the uh, latex or whatever it uses over top of you, and then you have a uh, a, a, toy. Yeah, a toy. A toy that is exactly to scale of what you are. Now, this actually this is something that I thought about as we're you know we're sitting out here. You got a chick right now. She's not down yeah. here yet. She's still up in D.C. Is this something that maybe you would consider doing for her? Do you think that? Leaving that the Air Force, so, you know, hey. If, so she uh, still has you? Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, if she wanted that, I'd be flattered. But I don't think that I would suggest it, you know? So this is what I'm thinking. I'm, I'm like, you know what? If you have a long-distance relationship, you could mold one of yourself, and you can send it to your chick. Because, you, uh, you know, you have these long-distance relationships. Now, people meet over the Internet. They're in different parts of the world sometimes. And so you send something like this back. And apparently your chick could still get the same feel of you. Now, so that's what I'm thinking. This is what I wondered. If you were gay, would you make this mold of yourself and use it on yourself? And where does this come from? Seriously, I mean, just to, just so you know what it's like to be with you. Yeah. In so, a different way. Yeah, so if you know, you know, you know that and... You can tell from your previous partners if you hold the candle to them, so to speak. Yeah. M- Matt Albert is saying that if it was if it was you, Hefe, you could send it to yourself in an envelope. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Shut up. I um, I don't think I'd do it. No. I, no. You know, I'll be because I look at this thing. It seems kind of complicated to me. Because it seems like you'd have to do a lot of cleanup, first of all. And so that's a whole process. And I'm not going to lie to you, I'd be a little embarrassed. It, it's bad enough having it on your body when you're not too proud of what you got, but then to see the mold and to see that it really, you know, it could fit in this plastic cup. Corolla has another type of mold on his. Stop. If I From w- not being used. <laughs> if I was a gay dude, I think I'd do it. I think curiosity would kill the cat in this case. Let me ask you this: Would you do it even if you weren't? No. Would you do it now? No, I would not. I would not do anything like that, with especially a mold of me. But I, if I were gay, I would want to know. How about you do this? Mm-hmm. Christmas. What do you mean? You send it out. That's your present. That's, That's your theme. My... You know, somehow people have theme gifts. They have uh, the theme cards and all that kind of stuff. Or what they, if we they, did this? They uh, buy a star for everybody. What if we did this? out as trophies whenever someone wins a prize or let's say we're doing some sort of a stunt or something and we have the trophy the j-dubs you see i'm not gonna do one and have you guys holding it against yours and just seeing uh whose is bigger i'm not gonna do that i'm not gonna sit here what if we use like the baton and we're doing races what i want to do though i want to have uh number 38 do one and whenever he's does something wrong i want to slap him across the face with it (laughs) 
good old Lombardi slap. Would I, you be into that? But I don't think we should do it with this. I, I think it should be his own. Tommy's the punisher in the group. He's the producer. He, so we'd get Tommy's? Tommy what? Tommy does a mold. Huh? And whenever number 38 back there misbehaves in, base, no, 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 in the no. basement, then he gets I like it. Dub's idea better. He's, I don't want anything of mine, real or fake, touching him. Would you do that? I don't think so. Although, I mean, I guess there was that old legend that Kiss used to do that. That's how they got the song Plaster Caster. Right. I mean, there was someone who actually did that. Yeah, I don't... There's some group of you, I think, who does that. And she has a whole bunch see, of them. See, if I wasn't the biggest, I wouldn't want to do that. Just because yeah. I have such an ego that, like, even if, like, someone was just... Even if mine was, like, eight feet, I still would, like... <laughs> and if someone was, like, eight feet and an inch, I'd still be like, God damn it. I, now, I Tommy, can't have anyone let, me, uh, let me pose the question I posed for Hefe. If you were gay, would you make the bold and use it? If I was, yeah. What? Really? I think, yeah. I, I, I see you being that much of a narcissist. Yeah. Who else is going to be better than me? That's that's why I'd want to find out, you know, if. Why are you thinking this? How does this even come up in your mind? I'm thinking about you trying to do something long distance with your chick. You're thinking about how you could do it to yourself. Have you ever wondered? Yeah. How you are. No. And then you'd find out how how good you are. I don't want to be disappointed. I know. There there's a big risk in this one. Oh. But the payoff could be huge. No way. If you are. And so this is what we're thinking about as we're going around getting a tour. <laughs> that and they show us the anal aisle. And there was something, I swear, the size of a Louisville slugger in there. I could not believe that anybody. And she says it's actually a big seller. It sure is big. People have hit home runs with things smaller than this. I'm not kidding you. You see my arm? Forearm to elbow. Didn't we interview a girl who was kind of into that? Who could do that yeah. kind of stuff? Like, as I remember, actually at the old station, we had to beep it out because Dub said it looks like a baby's arm. Holding an apple. <laughs> but, it was, but, it, but this is what the, it was. You know what it looked like? Weapon of mass destruction. It looked like a missile. Hmm. It's a lot of fun that place, though. I can see. Yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff in there as well. On top of the uh, novelty stuff, there's a lot of stuff that I wouldn't mind having at my house. Like what? A lot of those videos. They had some nice stuff there. Clown efforts? No, I have that one. That's right. I forgot. I'm my bad. You know, like the the big hair ones. What? Just actually, too. The other thing, Dubs and I, when we actually how we kind of formed this this friendship, this bonding, is when we worked in Michigan together. And we worked on another show together. We would produce like bits and stuff like that. And on payday, we had this we had this ritual on payday. We probably did it three or four paydays in a row, where we'd go eat at this Mexican restaurant. It was Mexican food joint. Mm-hmm. And then we'd go to the porn shop and buy new porns. And then we would end up trading off. And a lot of time, I mean, man, we spent a lot of money at the porn shop. Oh, yeah. We would spend a good quarter of our paycheck over there. And we thought we were getting a deal because, you know, we would buy, you know, like three or four tapes each. And then we'd trade them off. Yeah, that was our thing, too. We'd, get, we'd, we'd collect with each other, and we'd be like, I like this one. All right, you know what? That's a good one. You buy that one, and then we'll switch it off back and forth. Now, Bateman, I see you kind of scrunching up your face a little bit. You think that's dirty to trade off porn? Yeah. Why? It's just because you put it back in the box afterwards, and then you're handing it to someone else, and your hands are all 
disgusting. And... I always I always dispose and wash before I touch the tape. Again. Still doesn't me. matter. I'm riding dirty when I grab that thing. Okay. Well now now I know. Now that I have all this, I completely understand. But you know, you might as well just keep on doing it because you've been doing it for how many years? Oh, and I, with me. I, I got, and I've got a lot of your porn too. And that means you may have. Used I don't even want it. I, yeah. I, I, I would take it with a like rubber glove and then Lysol it for like three days before. Do you I do that it. now? You're more of an. You're more of a computer guy, though, aren't you? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> In fact, let me tell this about Bateman. While we're on the subject now. So I think ba- it's time for a break. No, Bateman's Bateman. The story of Tommy Bateman, producer of the Hideout, was at first he was a listener. He was a listener of the show who came up with some games and eventually started hanging out with us. And he has a real weird thing about women. He he's not gay, but he he doesn't like women. He actually doesn't like people. In period. That's why we gave him the Bateman thing because I really think he has the ability to be a serial killer. In fact, I was talking to Catherine today. She's a little creeped out by you. I think As, she's pretty hot, actually. She is. She's a beautiful, great woman. So with what kind that, of car she drives? Stop. You know what? <laughs> Don't. I'm not telling you. I'm not telling you what kind of car she drives. So the thing about Bateman is we know him for maybe, what, a month? Month and a half? Before we let him in? Well, just we know him, and he's hanging yeah. out, and he's doing... And so one of his first gifts to us is this CD-ROM with pornography on it. And it's called <laughs> Slap Happy. Where the guy is like, yeah, just smacking her, and smacking her, but like grabbing her face and just, but like know. almost punching her. I mean, yeah, he's not holding back. It's not like love slaps. And I'm just into regular yeah, stuff, it is. man. No, it's not. And you, you think he gives this to us like this is something we'd like? I did enjoy. I was laughing watching it. I, see, I, I was knew, offended by it. I knew Dubs would find it funny. That's why I put it on there because he asked for a certain site. Of uh, yeah, and I, I had to fill up other space on it. I was like, I'll throw this on just to be funny. I thought you were throwing it on there to creep us out because we almost didn't invite you back. I swear to Christ, after I saw that, I had to talk him back into it because I'm like, I need more of that slap happy. Yeah, see, I, I knew you would. That's why I gave you like, how come I don't get a copy? And I was like, uh, this one's Dubs. He can make you a copy if he likes. And Dubs is like, you got to see what our new producer gave us. <laughs> it's great. Slap happy pornography. You're welcome. I did say thank you. Hefe was the one disturbed by it. Motley Crue ticket next. Because it was a woman? It's The Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. All right, coming down the home stretch, The Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Hefe and Dubs hanging out with you. You'll want to call now because we do have tickets to go see the crew, the Carnival of Sins tour, the TD Waterhouse, Tuesday, September 13th. Get your tickets now at all Ticketmaster outlets. Charge by phone 407-839-3900. Feel free to call. You can also instant message. It's realradio.fm. It's the hideout. We're brand new to Orlando. We come from Washington, D.C., and it's our second night on the air hanging out with you, and we uh, appreciate you joining us. Give us a call, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Now, we've all heard about the uh, the oral, and there's this thing going on. They took a survey of kids. I guess it was teenagers, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, let me see if I can Mostly find Mostly high schoolers. 
I've got the article right here, J-Dubs. And uh, it was actually, someone wrote an interesting uh, piece in the Sentinel about it. And basically what it's saying is that kids have lost the whole idea that oral and anal... They don't constitute a sex anymore. Right. That's what they're figuring. They're figuring it's, it's a step towards sex, but it's not official sex and it shouldn't be considered that. In fact, uh, there's a whole bunch that goes with it, too. Um, like, uh, out of the 12,000 adolescents, it was like in the Journal of Adolescent Health, they found that teens who make these chastity pledges are six times more likely than their peers to engage in oral activities, the way it works out. Now, I don't know about you, Dubs, but at South Grand Prairie High School, at my high school, what they would do is they would end up, um, get, they brought us all into the Coliseum. And so it was like, I think, all 5,000 students in the school or however many. It was a very large school, yeah. a suburb of Dallas, Texas, where I went to school and grew up. And they all made us sign these cards saying, they didn't make us, but they told us. They they made us sign these little things about. Basically, they handle, handed it to everyone so you felt like. You kind of had to fill it out, or, right. or every teacher would look at you. Saying that you you promised to save yourself from marriage and all this kind of stuff. So what the guys would do, the guys who had actual game, they would go around with these cards, and they would give them to the chicks, and they'd be like, you know, I just want to let you know that I want to save myself for you, that you're the only girl for me. And I'm not going to be with anybody. I'm no longer, maybe I've had sex before. Maybe I haven't had sex. But you're the girl that I want to have sex with. I'm going to wait till it's someone special, and that someone is going to be you. And the girls just melt from that. Oh, they completely ate it up. I mean, just... Ew. Well, well, that's what they're saying now, though. That's exactly what's going on, is that girls, they're now beginning to save their quote-unquote real virginity, the actual sex. But it's now to the point where they're courting... Where some, you know, there are some people in these surveys, these these kids essentially, where uh, doing things with their mouths and maybe even other places, dirty places, is essentially like a, giving a goodbye kiss. Yeah, something you know where I'm not doing anything too bad. I, it, it's almost like a loophole for these people. They they're told by their uh, pastor or their parents that sex is bad, so they find this loophole. Of oral and uh, backdoor. Exactly, and that's what they end up doing. And so it made me think about it for a second. As I look about, I look around my crew here. Uh, it's myself, El Jefe. They're J-Dubs over there. And over there on the other side of the glass, we've got Hideout General Manager Tuttle. We've got Tommy Bateman, producer, and Radio Bottom Phone Screener, uh, number 37. Uh, we call him Alex Corolla. So I want to play a little game. And the game goes like this. Uh, I'm going to ask you uh, who lost their virginity at what age, all right? Now, we're going to go through the various forms of virginity, all right? The way we saw it, you look around and you go through and you're having all this stuff as you grow in your experiences in life. Um, there are steps, I think, that are taken, and maybe even the progression that it should be taken in. You think so, Dubs? Yeah, there is a natural progression. You start with hands. Yeah. Things start with hands. And then eventually you move to mouth, and then eventually maybe you use you move to the quote unquote regular way that people would consummate a relationship with slapping. No, not with slapping. And then finally, that's what I call using hands. <laughs> you uh, you end up going to uh, when things get really boring, you, you find another place and you know you go there. That's the that's the way I think most people think about it, isn't it, Dumps? Yeah, I, I would think you know that. 
that last step is something that you do right when you're almost bored with the regular thing and you need something to kind of make it different. Right. What about using lunch meat? Now, we actually thought about adding a different category. Category, I'd call it. The, the, the different category of taking it above and beyond even the quote-unquote normal stuff. But we decided we're not going to do that. Using your feet? I, I've seen people do that. I've watched I've watched a lot of porn in my day, if, if you haven't noticed. And foot hmm. porn is has to be the most disgusting one of all, though. Hmm. The one I can't get into. The hmm. one I don't understand. It's the furthest away from the part you want to be. Yes, number 37. Uh, I actually borrowed, as you could say, a DVD from one of uh, the other hosts at our old station, and the whole video was just that type of thing with the feet. And it's disturbing because it's the guy just taking pictures of these naked chicks, and all of a sudden there's a close-up of him. He's holding the camera, and the feet are just attacking him, and <laughs> you just get this look. He's just going... Okay, I don't need to know what he's doing. I do, certainly don't need you verbalizing. And it was just the most disturbing thing in the world because it just doesn't look right. But there, are, but there are people who are into certain things, and as long as, I guess, if it's a foot from a consenting adult, you know, who or am I slap. to judge? Stop with the slap. Punching. So if you want to play the game. Kneeing in the stomach. Very easy. <laughs> 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. And you know what, Tommy? You forgot about the European uppercut. I look at you, dude. <laughs> I Seriously, I look at you, and I I, I worry that you, you do some of this. You you probably do. I could see you getting very hangry during sex. Like mad, almost. Why can't I get, get it right? <laughs> What's there to get right? Like a, like a Bundy kind of thing, like don't breathe. Don't breathe. That's why you smack her and then choke her. No, don't. No, you don't. Only if she's into it, though, obviously. I mean, if she's into huh? it, then it's okay. No. Into. Stop. Come on, guys, please. Try to be it. She, she begins to be into it. Don't forget the donkey punch. <laughs> All right. I've had enough. You know what? I had enough. That was enough. I, that was Seriously, I had enough for that. I can't believe you would say that, Corolla. So here's what we're going to do, Dubs. I'm going to give out um, two names. Yes. All right, and you're going to s- decide who had it earlier. All right, who did it earlier when it comes to this specific category? If you get it correct, you will hear this. Yeah, Jesus Christ. If you get it incorrect, you'll hear this. Oh, Jesus Christ. So it's a very simple game. 407-916-1041, uh, 888-978-1041. We will start. Here in the hideout, we have a couple of rules. We haven't gotten to the point where we hand out hideout passes, and that's something that will eventually come to good listeners, listeners who earn their role within the hideout. They move to the front of the line. But we also have another thing where women first, females first. So if you're a woman, you call up, you want to do a game, then you uh, you get moved to the front of the line. So because of that, we'll move up to Angela. Angela, you're in the hideout on Real Radio 1041. How you doing, sweetie? Fine. You ready to play? You excited? You big fan I just of, want the tickets. Big fan of the crew? Yes. All right. No, I don't, Sound it. You sound like uh, how, how long have you been listening to the crew? Uh, 83. Nice. Do you bleed, crew? You crew oh, through and through. Show. All right. Well, cool. Very good. Well, hopefully we can send you. You got to get three in a row correct whenever I give you these questions, right? So you got to you got to guess who did the sexual thing first. Can we get any sort of game show music or maybe some porno music or something as we go along? Here we go, Angela. Out of Miel Hefe, J Dubs, Bateman, number thirty-one, or Tuttle, 
Who do you believe received a handy first? Was it me, El Jefe, or was it producer Tommy Bateman? Who ended up receiving a handy first, El Jefe or Tommy Bateman? Tommy. Ugh. Yeah, Jesus Christ. I was 16 years old when I first uh, was touched. Tommy. <laughs> by, <laughs> by a woman. By a woman. Uh, Tommy, you were? 14. Wow, that's really disturbing, but congratulations to you, Angela. Have you gotten one correct? You get two more correct, you're going to see the crew. Um, here we go. You ready, Angela? Number yes. Number two. Who do you believe uh, went to the back door first? Number 31, the radio bottom uh, phone screener, or J-dubs? We're going by ages. Who do you think got to the dirty place first? Was it uh, the phone screener, Corolla, number 31, or was it co-host, J-dubs? I'll say number 31. (laughs) Oh, Jesus I'm sorry. Now we're talking about with women. Yeah, he received it. <laughs> we're talking about with girls. And unfortunately, you were incorrect, so you got to get three in a row correct to go see the crew. Opens up a phone line, 407-916-1041. You, Corolla, have never done that. Nope. And, Dubs, you were 20 years old when yeah, you I was did 21. This? Yeah, I was 20 years old, yes. And... I don't want to share the story. Yeah. We have a story. Maybe at some other point. We can yeah, I'll, I'll tell it some, at some point. I'll just say she buckled like a belt. Okay. <laughs> Was it, it involved, like, jailhouse rape or no, anything? No, no, no. Nothing, nothing jailhouse-like, but... No, not it, at all. It was primal. All right, got to get three in a row correct. We'll move on to Motley Bro. Motley Bro, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. How you doing, man? I'm doing great, folks. Welcome to Orlando. Thank, Thank you, you, brother. We're very excited to be here. Uh, when it comes to the category of uh, using mouths, um, who went first? Who do you think uh, did this first? Was it Tuttle or was it Hefe? Who do you believe got the uh, mouth pleasure first? Hefe yeah, Jesus Christ. I was 17 at the time. I was uh, at a lake when it happened. I was lakeside. Joe Pool Lake in uh, Dallas, Texas. When the great Is that who gave it to you? No, it was not Joe Pool. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you, uh, Tuttle, you were what, 19? Yeah, uh, 19. It was actually uh, Chick, Ron, and Fez uh, hooked me up with through the show. Congratulate. You know, Ron and Fez are the best. Oh, yeah. We love those boys. They Absolutely. Got to get three in a row, Motley Bro. Here we go. Right, bro. More tickets for the uh, the crew coming up at the TD Waterhouse you ready, on September. Bro. You got it. All right. Who, when it came to actual sex, who do you believe went first? J-Dubs or Radio Bottom uh, number 32? Uh, J-Dubs. Oh, Jesus Christ. Believe it or not, Motley Bro. It was Radio Bottom number 31, the only thing he would have ever beaten J-Dubs in. You were 17 years old when you lost your quote-unquote actual virginity. Yes, sir. Uh, She was also very, very drunk. It was quite lucky. How many sober sexual experiences do you think you've had with women? Uh, Probably just one or two. (laughs) I'm serious. I am not an attractive-looking individual. How many times total do you think you've had sex? About... Different chicks? Just or? total on all. Do you think you've oh. broken 100? No. God, no. I'd say barely top and double digits. Not including animals. Oh, right. 
Well, in that case, stop. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. All right, we'll move on. you got to get three in a row correct. Of course, ladies first in the hideout. Go to Lori. Lori, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. How you doing? Good. How are you? Sweet. Um, again, this all goes back. We're trying to find out here in the hideout who lost what when when it comes to virginity because uh, the kids nowadays, they don't think anything is, uh, other than the actual sex, they don't consider it sex anymore. So learn a little bit about your nighttime radio show. Lori, when it comes to the category of um, the use of hands, who do you think lost that first, that sexual experience? Tuttle or J-Dubs? I'm going to go with Tuttle. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. It was, You're already gone. It was J-Dubs at the age of 16, and it was Tuttle at the age of 19. Which was about the same time that I got my first lay. Well, you ruined that. Now I can't do that one anymore. Damn it. <laughs> Thank you, Tuttle. Now, the age of 19, though. Well, you can always dump it. The age of 19 apparently was a good year for you, though, right? Yeah, it was a good year. And it was yeah, all... It was across the board. All, th- yeah. all thanks to uh, to the Ron and yeah. Fez show. Or Ron and Ron at the time, right? Yeah. No, it was Ron and Fez. Oh, it was Ron and Fez. Yes. Very good. Let's move over here to Gordon. Gordon, you're on the line trying to win tickets to Motley Crue. And by the way, those guys too, just the craziness. And can you imagine the amount of sex that they've had as well? Oh, God. Their, their history just has to be... I guarantee they can't even remember how much poon they've had. We'll finish out the Tuttle category here it's in category. the hideout. Uh, Gordon, when it, com- when it comes to the back door, who do you believe lost the uh, virginity there first? Tuttle or myself, El Jefe? What age? Who do you think was first? Of course, you Jefe. Tuttle barely got anything. Yeah, Jesus Christ. And that wraps up the total Tuttle category. You are one up correct. I was 19, and you so far in that category? None. Oh. None. No, you you can't tell me that it feels better than the other. Well, it's different. Right. It's just different. I mean, anything that close to you okay, know, being with I'll, a man, I'm not. It's not. I'm, it's not at all. How, how is it not? Because it doesn't smell like that. Oh, how right. do you know? I've, it smells I've like a, a woman. Okay, I've uh-huh. had it. Let's take a break. Let's take a break. <laughs> we'll take a break. Gordon, hold on. And when we come back, we'll wrap you up. A couple of open front lines. you got to get three in a row correct. So far, you're one for one, Gordon. We're uh, getting to know the hideout, sexual experiences. I'll have fan J-Dubs, Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back into the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. I'll have fan J-Dubs playing a game, trying to give away Motley Crue tickets. They're going to be at the TD Waterhouse coming up the 13th of September. It's a Tuesday night. Ticketmaster outlets 407-839-3900. Or you can call these numbers right now and win. It's very simple. All you got to do is pick up the phone, 407-916-1041, So what we're doing right now, it's a game because everybody's heard what's going on. Children nowadays, actually, it's, you know, it's teenagers. And by the way, there's this whole thing about adolescence and America making up this whole idea of adolescence. When most countries and societies... For the history of the world, I think, other than when we, when we essentially got to America, you were adult pretty much when you got when you turned fourteen or thirteen. Yeah. You were when, you were working, you were doing things. But here in America, we 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 coddle our children, we shelter them. Um, well, when you're big enough to when you used to be big enough to work, that's when you'd start working. That's when you were an adult. Now, I guess the uh, you are not an adult really. People, most people don't consider you adult. 
until after the age of 25. Yeah, it's now the age of 25 where people are not considering adults. Um, so, and if everywhere else, it's like 13, 14. People are uh, they're getting married, they're arranged marriages, they're having sex, they're having children. So what we're doing is we're going through, giving you a chance to learn the hideout a little bit. And uh, giving away the Motley Crue tickets at the same time. you got to get three in a row, and right now Gordon has uh, he's one for one. And the, what we're doing is we have the four categories of uh, using a hand, using your mouth, regular sex, and then the backdoor variety. And we're going through which age, those of us in the hideout, myself, El Jefe, J-Dubs, hideout general manager Tuttle, uh, Tommy Bateman producer, and a radio bottom phone screener number 37, <laughs> at what age all of us lost the uh, virginity in these categories. Gordon, you're one for one. Let's see if we can make you three for three and go see the crew. That would be nice. In the oral category, who do you believe lost their uh, virginity first? Producer Tommy Bateman or J-Dubs co-host? I'm going to go with Bateman. Yeah, Jesus Christ. It was Tommy Bateman, just as in the uh, other category, the hand category. It was the age of 14 for him in the mouth category. Congratulations. And how old was the girl? 16. Wow. Oh, so you got an older woman, huh? Yeah. You were a freshman when she was like a junior or something? Yes, she was. She was actually uh, used to date my uh, best friend. All right, see, that's the thing, too. When you're like when you're in high school or whatever, and you're a freshman, you're a fish, if you will, and you end up getting a chick who has a car, you had to be uh, King Stud walking around campus, right? She was actually really hot, too, which was yeah, even better. You son of a bitch. That's the other thing you're going to learn about Bateman, too. He's a phone hound. I don't know what you're talking about. It's tons of chicks. Rana Fez never got me laid. Constantly. Oh, how many girls what? from I New don't... York did you bench? Next question. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> uh, um, at once for five hours in a hotel. Room. All right, next question. All right, here we go. Gordon, you're one away. Um, let's do this, man. In the regular sex category, the only two people left to compete in this would be myself, El Jefe, or producer Tommy Bateman. Who do you believe lost it first, myself or Bateman? Well, I hate to pick against the host, but I believe Bateman probably got you by about a year. Yeah. Congratulations, right. Gordon. You are going to see the crew at the TD Waterhouse, my friend. And it was definitely yeah. more than a year. It was more than a year. I did not lose my actual virginity. Let's get Gordon's information. Until the age of 17. It was 17, and for you, Tommy Bateman, once again? Uh, 14. Wow. What Across an, the board, 14. What an amazing year for you, my friend. For Tuttle, it was 19. For me, it was 17, essentially where it all ended up happening. Dubs, you kind of spread yours out over 16 and 17. But you see that this is happening nowadays. Don't you were just... Even in our day, what was this, like 90... For me, it was between 92 and 96 when I was in high school. I think it was that way for uh, Bateman. Tuttle, you probably graduated in, what, 99 or something like that? Yeah, 98. And Dubs, you graduated in 99. 99. And so even back then, even in the 90s, you know, high schoolers, teenagers were having sex. Yet for some reason, we continue to think it's not happening. And I don't understand why that is. When are we finally going to come to the realization that, all right, they're going to do it. So we need to do everything possible to make sure that, you know, our, you know, our kids are protected, wouldn't you think? You'd think that would be the main focus instead of, because abstinence does not work. The training does not work. Actually, it, it forces them to do other things that can be just as harmful. Like this. 
Because mm-hmm. you go through and you read this article, and the guy who wrote it in the Sentinel, I think it was yesterday, Daryl Owens, he has a pretty good thing, and he's talking about how um, people are go- you got people going to the school nurse. you got students going to the school nurse saying they're sick or something's wrong, and then the, the nurse is like, you got syphilis. And I'm like, what? I don't have syphilis. I've never had sex before. But then because in schools they're not teaching that you can catch something by using your mouth or doing other things, they still end up getting diseases. The herpes. Yeah, the herp. And how many girls, how many girls in school did you see with the red bumps around her mouth? Let me ask you this. You see a girl with the red bumps. What does it take for you to forget those red bumps? And just I don't go know. A, a six six pack probably. A I probably snack. I'd probably forget about it by then. You, you know? think so? I think if I after I cleared off like uh, six ice houses or something in high school, I, I would forget about. And see, that's dangerous, man. Alcohol is a dangerous Ooh. thing, especially in high school. Now you say forget it. Yeah, I'm invincible. You think yeah. you're invincible at you're that point? You're ten foot tall and bulletproof. I'm not gonna live long enough anyway. Who cares? I only have it for nine, ten years. I'll be dead. <laughs> I want to. I want to die at the age of twenty-five. Now herpes actually has a face. There's a famous person now, you know, Vic. Vic, that is such a great story, though. Yeah. I, uh, the woman is actually suing Michael Vic now for purposely giving her the herpes. I heard the uh, I heard the monsters talking about that. Actually, when we were driving in on Friday morning, and he would go by Ron Mexico, I suppose. Ron Mexico. And go get tested. And you know what? Good for him for getting tested. You know, no. so many people are afraid to go get tested. No, I, I don't understand. The, the, I, I'm missing something in the story here. I think because how is he brought up on, being brought up on charges when he called her and said, "Hey, I gave it to you. I'm sorry." Yeah, but he knew before. Did he know before? I, I mean, be- I believe he knew he yeah. had uh, he had a disease. And that's the thing, though, in a lot of states nowadays, if you know that you have something, then you're held liable. The ninja. So that keeps people from going and getting tested mm-hmm. because legally, if you don't know you got it, you know, technically, maybe you see a bump here or there, you see a scab here or there. It's just dry skin. Uh, who doesn't? Well, that's what you think. It's just dry skin. <laughs> Whatever. That's why I give blood at least once a year. I donate, and if they don't accept my blood, then I know that I'm in trouble. You know something's wrong. Yeah, because they always send you that letter saying, thank you very much, this is your uh, blood type, and uh, have a nice day, we'll see you next year. If you don't get that letter, start to worry. But man, you ever been tested before, Dubs? Yeah. (laughs) That is the most just nervous three weeks of your life, waiting for those tests to come back. Does it still take three weeks? I don't know, back when I used to get tested, yeah. Actually, they have uh, the little blue strip thing now. You just put a little drop of blood there, and it's like the home pregnancy test. Oh, wow. Yeah, you just urinate on it. I'm just mm. lying. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> they so they really don't have a strip. Yeah, you, you got me. I'm sorry. <laughs> the title just made the old thing up by go get tested quickly. What the hell? Sorry. Tony, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Hey, what's up, man? Great show, you guys. Thanks, brother. Hey, um, I have to wave the BS flag on Tuttle's story, man, because I know for a fact that he was sucking man muscle for money at 13. Hmm. Hmm. This is the same guy that uh, pulls the same bit, yeah. Can you get him off? Um, <laughs> I didn't even understand what he said. Yeah, you got it. Is my mic on? He, yeah, you're still got us in delay, man. Am I, is my mic on? Go in there and help him, Tuttle. I don't know. <laughs> 
<laughs> we got a whole thing going on here. We got... <laughs> this is the oddest thing ever. I'm taking off my headphones now because we're hearing in, we're hearing in delay. I'm not. I can, I'm hearing everything. I'm hearing you in real time right now. I looked over at you and you weren't talking, but yet I was hearing something. And that was yeah, I was wondering was what was going on. You were just sitting there with kind of a, a Down syndrome look on your face. I was I was a lost retarded baby for a second because uh, Tuttle came in here and I guess something happened where uh, Tommy had to had to dump something out and it got all confused in the headphones. <laughs> that had to sound like an abortion, some sort of a train wreck. Yeah. But anyway, the point of the story is, go get yourself tested. You don't want to, and and if you're if you're in high school, there was a story there. I think so. I think you wait. Oh, don't you wait, Dubs? You waited until you were 19. That wasn't by choice. To have sex? That wasn't by choice. But you feel better now, though, don't you? No, I, it doesn't matter to me. Hmm. Then I guess there was no moral. No, there's no moral. I mean, if go you, do it freely. Yeah, if you if you can get it, get it while you can, my friends. That's what I say. Because you could be dying at any time. Yeah. You never know when you're gonna be a burn victim, not, and then no one wants you. This public service announcement brought to you by The Hideout on Real Radio 104.1. All right, welcome back to The Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Some breaking news coming down about a little less than half an hour ago, J-Dubs. Yeah. Panel opposes silicone breast implants. What is it? 13 years after most silicone gel breast implants were banned, federal health advisors narrowly rejected the manufacturer's request to bring them back to the United States market, citing lingering questions about safety and durability. So it appears we're not getting silicone back in the United States. So it's still going to be uh, saline? Is that what they use right now? No, they use some sort of a gel or like a liquid or something, I believe. But no more saline. Like, they, they had saline, because remember there was some problem with them rupturing? Yeah, they would... And uh, then it gave women some sort of disease where it basically equated to chronic uh, chronic um, fatigue syndrome. And it was just, it made it made chicks sick a lot, the saline did, because yeah. it would rupture. And now they wanted to bring it back, the manufacturers did, so they went I, before Congress. I thought the silicone was the ones that made them sick. Yeah, that's what I'm I thought. I'm sorry, silicone. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, I thought it was silicone, and then they went to saline. All right, you're right. So silicone is the one... And it's saline that everyone's using. So silicone breast implants, not getting them back uh, here in the United States, at least not you, for now. You know, uh, that's sort of like, uh, you know, if you could find a girl with silicone breasts, you know, that, that's kind of like an oddity. I would like to find one of those. It's like finding like a rare card. Now, were those the ones where it's like, it, it literally looked like a basketball? I think so. Is this hot? It's just so not natural, and the thing about saline is that it's more natural. Silicone, it was just, it was very awkward. I think it did get like after a while, it would get hard. It would like uh, get very, you know, like a rock in there, or like a like a real big bagel sitting in there. Mm, a bagel. Yeah. It's getting late. Yum yum. I need to go eat. Mama, you're in the hideout. Hello. Hello. What's up? Hey, I was uh, listening to you guys talking about the teen sex. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I had sex at a very young age. I started experimenting when I was 14, mm. and I have teenagers now. So it's a big issue. 
they see it over the internet, you know, even if you have the parental controls, they, they hear about it in school, they talk about it with their friends, and it's a big deal. Mama, how it's old are you? I'm 37. Alright, so mama, you had, you had sex, uh, at, at the age of 14, let's say, okay? That's what you uh, say. You're exactly right. So, what was it that caused you to have sex, though? Uh, curiosity. Where'd the curiosity come from? Because when was this? This was like in the 80s or something, right? Yeah, it was in the 80s. So there was no internet then, though. There's plenty no, of crack there cocaine, wasn't. though. There was, there was basically just a, a lot of stuff going on at my school. And so, But it was, it was from the kids around you, and just because everybody's hormones are popping at that time, and so you and another boy get together, and you're deciding, mm -hmm. hey, let's go ahead and do this. Let's explore, right? Basically, yeah. So you see, then, the whole idea of... Hey, it's the radio, or hey, it's the internet, or hey, it's the sexual images on television. That point's moot because you could lock 13 and 14 year olds in a closet and cut them off from all society, or put them on an island, and True. they're still going to end up uh, doing, trying to get it, doing what human beings do. Well, well any True. any living thing saying, does. I'm just saying it's more in their face now than it was. Mm. But it didn't matter. But the, my point to you is that it doesn't matter because well, it, it was I'm, happening I'm in the eighties. I'm exceptional, though. I'm exceptional. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe you were high. I don't, and think, you... I don't think every young girl at the age of fourteen is out there having sex. No, I do. Uh, no, I don't think so either. But I'm saying, well, they should be. They begin stop tubs. Please, no, they come shouldn't on. Be. Exactly. But they're thinking about it, and I'm saying. Sure. For you, it wasn't the internet that spurred you on. It wasn't the radio that spurred you on. No, nah, it was peer pressure. But it was your body already. Everybody already wanted to do it. And that's my point. That's when you have... How old was the guy? Um, He was two years older than me. You're basically a female Tommy Bateman. That's what you are. <laughs> if you're saying whore, then you're correct. Yeah, that's true. But that's my point. You have all these religious wackos talking about we got to save the children, we got to protect the children. From what? If you're going to do that, then you got to separate the boys and the girls. Yeah, you got to send them to different schools. And, even, and then they're afraid of everybody going gay then. And then when you do that, people have such a need for that friction, that sweet friction that all of us desire, that if you're not with a girl... At some point, you're going to be like, well, you know, there's something over there, and his name is Billy. And say you can keep your uh, your daughter away from having sex uh, through high school. She's 18. She goes up to college. I know for a fact those girls go buck wild when they're away from their parents for the first time, and they finally feel free. Oh, I can't tell you how many times. When I, I went to Texas Tech University, and it was so funny to see it because it's 18-year-olds, 18, 19-year-olds, depending on what uh, what uh, what semester it was, a freshman year. And Thursday night, getting drunk, whoring around. Friday night, getting drunk, whoring around. Saturday night, getting drunk and whoring around. And then Sunday, time for church. That was Jesus' day. I'm going to stop whoring around for Sunday morning. Come Sunday afternoon, I don't have a I don't have a class till ten o'clock Monday morning. Yeah, let's get drunk again, let's party again, and that what we're trying to like legislate, and we're also trying to like to do something that is to regulate something that is so innate, something that is so human. I'm right here, and I'm looking at you, J Dubs, and I'm thinking if uh if you didn't turn down, aren't you? Well, I'm thinking about Mama, and if she's hot or not. Huh. I'm thinking about how many hot chicks could be listening right now driving, listening to my voice. 
getting turned on thinking, wow, he's radio's Vin Diesel. That's me. <laughs> oh, <God>. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Why does that make him laugh so hard? Because he's showing off Vin Diesel. You're fat and you have a hot dog neck. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you ruining it, ruining it with the ladies for me? And what is it with the hot dog neck? Because it's so true. Shut up. It is. Go away. <laughs> Go away. Oh. <laughs> I don't even understand. Go away, please. So, anyway, that's all I'm trying to say. So, between that and the panel opposing the silicone breast implants, you know, that's another thing, Dubs, and maybe Tuttle can help us out with this. Here being in Orlando, as I look around, I go and I work. I was like I was telling you, started the show off with working out at the Gold's Gym um, at the Alamont Springs. And I see these chicks, and the bodies are just silly and insane, where they're tight, they got like the six-pack, but not too much of a six-pack, but where you can see, you know, and they got the whole thing going on. They got the nice ass. They're, they're very firm. And then they have the boobs. Ooh. And they all look fake here. Is that a Florida thing where there's a lot of um, fake Ooh. breasts? I don't know. I, I I definitely know that there are a lot of fake breasts around here, and 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 a great thing to do is there's the nudist thing is huge down in Florida, you know, because we got great weather here all the time. Mm-hmm. You're not going to see a bunch of nudists running around up north in the snow. Uh, there's this one uh, nude beach here locally. It's called Playa Linda, and I I've been there before, and you, you do see a lot of women walking around with fake breasts. I don't know what it is though. Maybe maybe you guys get better doctors up north. I don't think it. I don't think, especially in a place like D.C., I, the, the women they think they're too smart for good boobs. I think a lot of times, but here, maybe they're still smart chicks, them. but they. I think they still want it. Yeah, they still want to look good. They want to have that body, because they're too. You know what it is here? The boobs here, they're too nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, There's too much of a good thing going on. You think? But again, I mean, do you really care? Do no, really no. Matter? Why would I care? And why would you show me your boobs, number thirty-eight? I don't understand that. You said the boobs here are really nice. Not yours. Mm. Not hairy. And especially with the curve going on. Hey, speaking of hairy boobs, you know who's ruined to me now? Hmm. Alicia Keys. Oh, yeah. I did kind of see a little hair on her chest one time when I was watching that? her. Have you seen that picture of the hair on her chest? Yeah. I told you about this months ago, and you said I was crazy, and she's like the hottest girl ever. I used to think Alicia Keys was the hottest. And I don't know if that hair is real or not, but whatever the case, it's ruined it to me. <laughs> she's probably a lesbian anyway. I don't know that. And you I, mean, don't, I don't care. And you don't know That's that. That's the rumor. Oh, she looks like a man. No, what? she doesn't look like a man. Alicia Keys does not look like a man. Nope. She's spurting hair like a man. Now, I, we don't even know. That could be doctor. Now, have you ever seen her up close without makeup on? She has really bad acne. No, but now she uses that uh, proactive or whatever. I think she's all cleared up. I watch the commercials. Like Tanactin? What, the one that... Boom! Tanactin. The one that Jessica Simpson uses. Yeah. Yeah, I know which one you're talking about. I think she's hot. Oh, Alicia Keys? Well, you know what? Now I think about it, she's got a great ass. You don't have to see no, her I, on her that's, chest. I, that's actually the one part I don't like about her. You don't like a nice ass, though. You like I don't a like little, a chunky ass. You like a chunky ass. You like little skinny white girl ass. You know what you like? You like an ass so much. This is what Hefe does. He wears three layers of clothing at a time on his ass just so he can... And he, he claims he has a nice ass. All right, you know what? I'm going to explain why. In, in literally two minutes. Take a break, come back, wrap up the hideout on Real Radio 104.1.
what? If she's talented like this, I don't care if she has hair on her chest. I do. Allegedly. And I'm sure she's taking care of it. Welcome back into the hideout. Real Radio 104.1 LFA and J-Dubs hanging out. Wrapping up the Tuesday night hideout. Dubs, you were calling me out for the fact that I wear three layers. Well, what you do is you wear a pair of underwear... You throw a pair of mesh shorts on and the whatever pants or shorts you're wearing right on top of that. And I asked him why he did this because we went to uh, Universal this past weekend and uh, he wanted to uh, sweat. Hey, he wanted to put uh, his keys away so it, they wouldn't get lost on the roller coaster. On the Hulk so, ride. So he decided to put them <laughs> inside his eye. Uh, Inside shorts. And I, I asked him, what the hell are inside shorts? And he says it helps with my nice ass. Talking about losing something on the coasters, and you're afraid of losing your keys, there was actually a guy that lost his prosthetic leg on the coaster. It was attached on, and it fell down into one of the retention ponds underneath the coaster. They had to drain the friggin' lake just to find the dude's leg at the bottom of the lake. It was, the, it was like... Top stories in the papers here in this little podunk town, and, and people were like, did they find the leg? It was a big deal. We had a, we had a guy, a uh, Scottish guy, that listened to the hideout in uh, in D.C. Hi, 5,000. That's him, Scottish yeah. Dave. And he had a prosthetic leg <laughs> made of titanium. So one day, number 37 over there was being an idiot, as he is normally. <laughs> and we beat him with a titanium leg. And I guess it hurt a little bit, didn't it? Yeah, it hurt a lot, and I wasn't being an idiot. As I recall, I was a little too slowly slow bringing back your water. <laughs> I thought that was the day the uh, Yankees lost the World Series. No, I'm sure I got punished. I think I just took chair shots for that. But hitting someone with a titanium fake leg. How's that feel? It's awful. It, it's, I it's, wasn't asking you. I was asking how, it how did feels, it feel to hit him. There's something liberating <laughs> about using a yeah. prosthetic limb to beat another person. You got beat with a fake leg. Yeah, it was titanium. You know the other fun thing, too? What? Sniffing it. Have you ever wondered what that's... The inside, no, but you know what else? My grandfather had a prosthetic leg. And when I was a little kid, I used to be scared of it because my grandfather would say, if I stuck my hand down there, there was going to be something that was going to bite me. So I, every time my grandfather would come in with this prosthetic leg, it would scare me. I would start crying, and he would take it off, and he would dare me. to. He, he would pull out a five-spot, put it on the table, and he would call me a pussy, and he would say, I guarantee you, you won't reach in that leg. That's great. Are and you still I, afraid of him now? Yeah. I have a fear of fake legs because it just creeps me out. Oh, man, there's this chick at the the gym that I used to work out in D.C., hot chick, but she had a prosthetic leg. And That's was, a novelty. And she was working out all the time. Like She was on the, uh, she'd be on the glider. Or the, 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 the One-legged? No, she would have her prosthetic leg. She had one of no. those fancy ones. She had a fancy one. And I remember one day, finally, before I left town, she took it off there in front of everybody to dry it off. Hot. Uh, it really was sexy. Oh, God. How did it attach? Was it like a suction like... Yeah, it made a noise. It, it made a noise. Because you know what I did? I was stretching at the time. <laughs> I had to get up and walk by her just so that I could see it. I wanted to see the um, the glisten on the stump. I can't believe... Do you believe that they get the phantom pains from that, though? I believe that. Like you could still feel your leg there and like oh, yeah. it, you have an itch? And, and that's the worst thing, to have an itch you can't scratch. And say say you get an itch on your phantom foot, and you can't itch it. I want a phantom foot. Are you gonna We can make it happen. 
Are you going to bang your stub up against the wall until it stops itching? Yes. Man, and I, I don't know how people do that, man. Good for them. That's got to be a tough thing to go through. <sighs> Could you look at your right hand right now? Mm-hmm. Think of everything you do with your right hand. Yeah. I'm, I um, did something right before the show with stop. it. Stop. I use my left. Shut up. Imagine losing it. Mm-hmm. Imagine no longer having that hand. What do you do? Become really flexible. Man, it's intro. Now, this kind of relates to what you were talking about last night with the sports teams and the hot women. Would you give up one? Of, would you give up one of your big toe, toes to have sex with Monica Bellucci, yeah. who I think is the hottest chick ever? No. Big toe, no. I would give Pinky? up one the middle ones. Because you need your big toe for balance. I'm yeah. not willing to give up any of my body parts. The middle are you toes, for real? Not a single one of them. I want them all. I love my body too much. The middle toes are useless. That's if not you true. Have the, yeah, if you have the two on the outside, you're fine. I got a crooked toe, and people used to make fun of me about it. What if you have a foot fetish? Nothing's useless on your body. It's there for a reason. Your appendix? Like your back hair? What's that for? To keep you warm in this Florida heat? <laughs> yes. Now, since oh. since you're here in Florida, are you going to lose your winter that? coat? What is that? Why are you going, oh, and doing the Tiger Tiger Woods uh, fist pump, you ass? I'm not dice. You don't have to go, oh. Hickory dickory duck. Linda, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Hello, hideout. How are you, sweet? Oh, wow. Hello. Is anybody talking to me? Yes. So over this. You seem drunk, and for some reason I hear a car in the background. Yeah, now I I can't find my cigarette, so now i got to go to the fucking store. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to tell you guys how I feel, but it's like... How do you feel? Hey. Yeah. Is anybody talking to me here? Yeah, we're talking to you. (laughs) Nobody's talking to you. Oh, you are. Now we're talking. We're talking to you, Linda. Hey, Linda. What? What? Linda. Kill yourself. You been drinking tonight, Linda? Kill yourself. No. What are you drinking tonight? Kill yourself. (laughs) I am not drinking. Kill yourself. You should be. Die. Are you in a car? Kill your parents. Kill yourself. You're a whore. Linda, what are you doing tonight? Die. What is it you're doing tonight, Linda? Kill yourself. All right, listen, hideout guys. Kill yourself. Are you hideout guys listening? Die. All right, are you listening? Kill yourself. Okay. Oh, I don't need to kill myself. Are y'all listening? Die. Kill yourself. Kill, 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 kill. Die. Kill yourself. Hey, Linda, hold on. Take another drink. Welcome to my world, okay? <laughs> We're going to come back to your world in a second. Tracy, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Tracy. Yeah. What's up, baby? Nothing. I just, uh... I find it really bizarre that he said, like, everything in your body is there for a reason, and, like, your middle toes. Well, maybe I can see that, but your appendix. My appendix ruptured, and, um... Turn your radio down, sweetie. Okay. Die. Die. <laughs> my appendix ruptured. Die. Totally. Is this your appendix? Die. <laughs> Sorry, i got to listen to uh, it on the second thing. No, you don't. Why? Let's hey, get it through uh, your phone. No, it ruptured, and I... I want I want oh, to die. Die. You're the dumbest person alive. Kill yourself. I see I think what uh she was trying to say was that you do you don't need everything, i.e. your appendix. You gotta remind them number thirty eight to turn the radio down. I told her she chose to ignore me. Maybe because of the Cause noise she's a woman. Because she's a woman. Well, well I guess yeah. But I, I like if if for some reason it you know it happens to rupture my appendix, then fine, you can take it. But until then, it's serving a purpose. No, it's not. It's in my body. It's doing something. It's not doing anything. I swear. Are you telling me it's nothing? Some, 
You're telling me that it's completely useless. There's no reason for it nope. to be in your body. There's no reason for your appendix to be in your body. Maybe at one time we used it for something, yeah, but, but through evolution, we don't need it anymore. Well, what if we devolve? <laughs> You're going to do that within your life? I mean, I know you look like uh, King Kong over there, but... What's that? Why are you being racist? It's not racist, Alex Kong. <laughs> that, no. Why'd you have to bring that here? That should have stayed in D.C. Tell yourself. Linda. You there? Yeah, I'm here. What hey. happened? Why'd you get disconnected? I didn't get disconnected. I tried to tell you that you guys were talking about the tits and everything. I was saying that it was a long-term thing about going on the uh, cruise ships and everything. Is Hold on, hold on, sweetie. We were talking about cruise ships? Tell yourself. Die. Oh, man. Tracy. What happened? Why'd Hi, you... Tracy. What happened, Tracy? Again. No, nothing. I was just wondering why you said, like, uh, because I was a woman. Well, and I didn't what, say what did that have to do with appendix bursting? appendix bursting? No, I didn't say anything about you being a woman. Yeah, you did. You said something about, oh, you're a woman. How? Was it because I didn't turn the radio down? <sighs> all right, first of all, okay, I don't, I, it's so late. I don't feel like fighting with you. But I, don't second, like, I don't want to fight either. But secondly, I didn't say anything about you being a woman. I was mad at you that you had your radio turned up, and we're trying to have a conversation. Okay. Now, I, okay. now the reason why we brought up that you're a woman okay. is because... Corolla said you ignored him like all women do. Oh, really? I absolutely do not. I am the coolest chick you'd ever want to meet. Really? I, you like, I don't want to meet you. I don't want to meet you. I swear to Christ, I don't want to really? meet you. Really? I, I don't know. know what you're missing. I hope your spleen bursts. I don't want to meet you. I'd like to beat you, though. If, oh, if, 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 the, if you could I'm... have an aneurysm at some point before uh, the end of the show, I'd be really happy. And I didn't mean to do that. I didn't want to be mad at you. Yeah. I really like you. I would think we'd get along at some point, just not tonight. Beat it. Yes, beat it. Scram. I want to know about an appendix. All right, project for tomorrow. I want to know the history of the appendix. I want a dissertation, and I want it to be read. And I want an index. I still have mine. Write it on an index card. I've got all of mine stuff. You know what my thing is? I'm evolved beyond all you guys. You know why? Born without because wisdom. Because you're hairy? No. Born without wisdom teeth. Me Don't. too. Don't have them. Me neither. Really? Mm-hmm. God damn it, that was special. Mm. Nope. Now I'm just like you. I got skin tags. Oh, with the little uh, the mm-hmm. little thing? I have them in my pits. Yeah. I had, I had no. one. I got one on my neck, and every time I shave, I almost cut it off, and it hurts. What do you think? What are the chances we can... Uh, is it still there? Yeah, it's still here until my neck. Can we get number 37 to bite it off? Eat it? I'll let him nibble on it. Tomorrow. <laughs> Nibble on the skin tag. <laughs> it's pretty it, gross. Hey, is that is that Tracy? Is that Tracy? Yes, it is. All right, let me talk to her. I don't want to make up with her. I didn't. I don't want to. I don't want to make any enemies this early. Hi, this is Tracy. Tracy, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to hang up. Uh, yeah, on. you cut me off. <laughs> I know I did. If you you just... really want to hear about the appendix? I'll give you from start to finish. Oh, okay. God. I'm a woman, so I have menstrual oh. cramps, right? And oh, I, had, sure. I thought I had. I, I have one now. Wow. Now don't make fun of me. Okay, don't make fun of me now. Just listen to me. Hear me out. I thought I had menstrual cramps for oh, like God. 12 hours, and I was laying in bed. Oh, and died. I usually take a couple of Advil or Tylenol, or whatever, and they go away, but it didn't. And it kept prolonging for 12 hours, 14 hours, and I was like in a fetal position. You're taking sleeping pills and, and I alcohol. Ca- and I, I'm chlamydia. not one to be a pussy. Believe me, I am a tough chick. I am so not a pussy chick at all. Right. And but but I said I said, listen, I gotta get out of the house. Maybe if I get out of the house, it'll be, get better. And when I got out of the house, when the car drove around, it got. 
You're, wonder, you're running from the pain. I wonder how long she'll keep talking. She's back on hold. Here, tell it to Linda. Why don't you two? Why don't you two do? Is it Linda on line one? Tracy, you there still? Yeah. Tell Linda what happened to you. Oh, I just hung up on both of them. I got to figure out the phone system here. Hey, maybe tomorrow we'll pick it up, Tracy. I want about to hear the, hear about the history of your appendix. We'll slate that for the 720 break. Uh, until then, we will see you tomorrow, 7 The Hideout, El Jefe, J-Dubs, new to Orlando. Thanks for hanging tight with us uh, on Real Radio 104.1. We'll see you tomorrow. Until then, we out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. I'm on the gay side. Yeah, I'm 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 a gay homosexual. My fingers smell pretty. You're a mongoloid. My fingers smell pretty. You're a mongoloid. My fingers smell pretty. You're a mongoloid. I be smacking my hoes. Everyone knows it goes. Kick them to the floor. Step on them hard. Step on them hard. Kick them to the floor. Cause I, I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. I'm not interested. I thought. I.